Today's episode is sponsored by the Comic Book Store, located in the murder capital of the world itself, Santa Carla, California. Owned and operated by the Frog family, the comic book store is the best place to collect all your favorites, like Batman number 14, which only has four copies in existence. When visiting, ask for Edgar or Alan to learn all about vampires everywhere and destroy all vampires, the comics that are considered survival manuals and could save your life. Their phone number is on the back. Get your copies today and pray you never need to call them. And we're back to another <laughs> episode of Cineversal Nerds. I'm Brian. I'm Jesse. And today uh, we are doing a horror-esque episode. It's not October yet, but we really wanted to get back into something horror-related. Mm-hmm. So we're doing vampire movies, and it's gonna suck. No, I'm just kidding. That was a terrible <laughs> joke. Um, we uh, got through a couple of weeks of watching some of our favorite vampire movies and even a couple of new, new ones, which I haven't, but I, I do have a nice list of vampire movies that I have seen. Um and there's a lot. There's a lot of vampire movies. It's uh, kind of like if we did a zombie episode. There'd be a ton of zombie movies. Oh, God, and it's that'd hard. That'd be way more stressful, I think, than vampires. It's hard to rate. <laughs> it's hard to rate these things. Um, and you can almost consider vampires to be somewhat zombies because they are both the undead. Right. So, very, yeah. Weird gray line in between them. But there are definite differences between vampires and zombies. But before we dive into that, what'd you recently watch? Oh my gosh, so much. Well, besides vampire movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I We finished Obi-Wan. Oh yes, I, I am. Oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Is it your favorite uh, Star Wars Disney Plus show? Um, Better than Mando? I don't know. I think they're equal. Okay. I, at least I know Mandalorian, there's going to be more seasons. Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. you know, it's one and done. But Josh Maybe? said there was... A second season talk, but I'm like, it doesn't need a second season. Well, money talks in Disney's world, right. so who knows? <laughs> I think they'd be pushing it a little bit if they They've did a second season. already pushed so much already. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars and, isn't going to go away. Uh, and this was just so great. And, and the Vader scenes were freaking amazing and the last fight between them like obviously i'm not going to give everything anything away like i'm on that because it's still so but new. it is a prequel so you can kind of probably right guess but i'm just saying things. that the the duel the last duel together then fight whatever was awesome it was such a great scene and would you be able to tell me because i haven't seen it mm-hmm. i know a lot of people at least people who are listening most likely watch this um, I usually wait. I haven't seen Mandalorian yet. So maybe I'm just waiting till all these shows come out and then I can just have a Star Wars Yeah, you'll month. be waiting like a real long time yeah, because but, um, <laughs> there's lots of shows already coming out. Yeah, I know, I there's know. There's like three to four more shows in the already lined and, up, ready to go. And Josh already told me that it was some of the best like Vader scenes mm-hmm. in all of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Can you at least tell me if the song Duel of the Fates is in it? I don't know. Oh, that's like my favorite piece of music from Star Wars. It was in episode one, Phantom Menace, where they fight Darth Maul. Oh, they probably not, because if that's a Darth Maul scene, maybe no, they No, but didn't. it was still... Um, they, they actually didn't Ewan play McGregor the Imperial still there, March until so. the way end of yeah, the I know, show. But yeah, I just want to hear that theme again. Like, they yeah. never played it again in anything, and it's just like... That was awesome. Yeah. You know, I remember, they even made a music video for that, and it aired on MTV. I remember that back when MTV had videos. But <laughs> Maul is getting his own show, so 
Well, hopefully it's Ray Park. Maybe it is. Okay. So maybe they'll just they're just saving it for that. Maybe. Because like I said, they didn't play the Imperial Mar- Imperial March until right. like the way end of this season. Okay. The season. Well, it makes series. Sense. So, um, yeah. Yeah, the mall show will probably be the one I watch out of all these yeah. shows because he's <laughs> he's my favorite character in all of Star Wars. I know it's a weird thing to say, but he is, and he only he had probably the smallest amount of screen time out of every main character at, in at the least entire saga. Live action screen time. Yeah. Because, oh yeah, and he's in Clone Wars. I think. Um, Clone Wars, and he's in Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. So. He's in a few animated series, <laughs> a couple, and so is Vader. Vader's in Rebels as well, so. And it is James Earl Jones as the voice, so that's kind of cool. It's not, um, what's his face as Maul, though? He's not the voice. Yeah. It's, uh. Well, I'm kind of glad because we've talked about Ray Park and his voice acting. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> badass stuntman fighter for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool yeah that's cool I, I've, I've heard mixed things on it but you know it's that's gonna be any show any movie that comes there's always gonna be mm-hmm. there's never gonna be like a unanimous like liking of something right, like yeah. even though to- top gun right now is still like the number one movie it, it just totally annihilated doctor strange it annihilated jurassic world and it's starting to annihilate elvis as well there are people that still think it's stupid so i mean it's <laughs> it's never gonna Right. Nothing's I mean, ever going to be perfect. <laughs> no one's ever going to be 100% satisfied with anything. Yeah. You just got to like respect it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And and if it's not your cup of tea, move on. Right. Don't, Don't bash watch it. it. Yeah. Don't like ruin it for the rest of us because Agreed. you want to bitch about it for just some small detail that you didn't like. Right. You know, doesn't mean I'm not going to like it. <laughs> just like, oh, like I thought it was awesome. I thought Obi-Wan was amazing. It looks good. And there was a lot of people Ewan McGregor, who so... complained about it. But... Oh, yeah. Well, it's just the same thing with the Miss Marvel thing going on right now. Yeah. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Right. So... I haven't gave it a chance yet. I may, I'm going to watch it, though. You can just wait until it all comes out. Yeah. So... I'm going to wait. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I watched... I binged in one day, and because I had the day off, I had the time, because they are hour-long episodes, uh, Umbrella Academy Season 3 came out last week on Tuesday. I liked the first two seasons. I never read the comics. I know it's by that guy from My Chemical Romance that made the comics. Oh, okay. The lead singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I first saw the show, it was so weird. <laughs> but it was funny, and the characters grew on me. Mm-hmm. And the second season was great. And I liked the time travel back to the 60s. I thought that was super cool. And then this season, this season comes out. Oh my god, it's so great. Their chemistry is so good and it it just it raises the bar even higher with the with the stakes and everything. So, and everybody does a really good job and it I think it's an even easier watch cuz some people couldn't make it through the first season. Yeah. Um it is a little slow, but it's more mostly building the characters, but you get to season 3, characters are already established right. and it's quick and it's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I recommend it for anybody out there. Uh, you know, likes the adult superhero stuff i know the boys is probably the more popular one adult superhero stuff yeah. but umbrella academy is good too right <laughs> you know i i've been wanting to watch that but just finding finding the time it's understandable yeah, just because I... there's so many things to watch i know it's it's hard well, and when we do these episodes it's like i'm so dedicated that i'm like vampires only anything else is not it's cheating i can't <laughs> you did say that 
<laughs> even though I did anyway, but like it's just hard for me sometimes to pull okay. myself away because I'm like, there's so much to watch mm-hmm. that I'm like, I want to, you know, like you did, watch things that I've never seen before or things that I want to rewatch because it's been a while, you know, whatever. But I'm going to be better about it. And Me too. Me too. And when I say that, uh, saying that, um, I can say that I have finally took one recommendation from you and from Alan to prepare for this episode. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, did certain... you watch About Time? But no, I no, forgot. I no, totally no, no. forgot. Vampires only. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the certain <laughs> set of movies that I thought I yes. would never, ever, ever watch. I did. I watched it in like a matter of four days. I watched all five movies in a row. And honestly, before I say what it is, even though most of you out there probably know what I'm going to talk, say. <laughs> I um, know. I will admit, they're not the worst movies I've ever seen. Except they're, the first one. They're probably my least favorite vampire movies. But <laughs> And if I was a 12-year-old girl, I'd be all about these movies. Yeah. But I don't think I'm ever going to watch these movies ever again. So, And that's fine. I could just say I watched them and that was the entire Twilight Saga. <laughs> you know, and, and I like Robert Pattinson uh, now. So, I, you know, going back and I'm trying to see why everybody hated him back then. And you know what? To be honest, for what was written for the movies, I thought he was fine. Yeah. I, I, uh, he was just I not never, Edward to right, me. And that's you know? cool. I never read the books. I have no intention of reading the books. But I'm just judging these from pure... just movies right and when i think of vampires i don't think of being able to be out in the daylight and sparkling and i don't think about not having sharp teeth so those two things were kind of uh turnoffs for my vampire likings i uh they have fangs not really they come out not like not like good fangs. Not, yeah um and so I've, I, I can only really think of a couple of things after watching that whole saga, which we'll, we'll, we'll get into more later. But um, two things that will always haunt my mind while I was watching these. And I did pay attention. I wasn't playing on my phone or anything. I did pay attention. Um, three things. One, the, the, the only good character to me in the entire saga was Charlie. He's her, awesome. Her dad. Yeah. <laughs> good actor. He was a good, good character. Yeah. Everybody else was pretty terrible. Um. The other thing I remember is weird staring. A lot of staring. A lot of like, <laughs> I should call the police because you're looking at me like that. Yeah. Um, and oh, I'm just and especially up and watching her sleep too. And I'm like. Yeah. That, uh, like, I get it. Yeah. The, the vampire. Th- I get it. <laughs> but the way they did uh-huh. it. Oh, and then when she like, when he pushes himself away because he was like, you know, they were getting hot and heavy. And, and it's always like, oh. Don't wanna, don't wanna start eating you. Very strange, very funny. Uh, but the funniest part is definitely when she, when he first sees her in the classroom and he has that repulsive oh, reaction. I I'm hate like, that scene I was like, so much. Did she just fart and the fan blew it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but the other thing I'll always remember as well that just haunts my dreams was creepy CGI child. Oh my gosh, I Their know. Daughter. That is the worst. I don't know what. Why? Why they? I, the only thing that I could think of is because the child is supposed to age really fast. So my only thing is that the actual girl that when you know when she's full grown, well not full grown, but grown enough in the movie where they didn't need CG, where she's real. Where she's real. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, I think they just used her face and aged her down and then used the CG it on the face. It just didn't look it's good. It's terrible. Yeah. Oh, I know. It I mean, is. those movies at by that time were such huge. They, I mean, it was like the highest grossing franchise before the MCU came around. Mm-hmm. So they had money. Yeah. <laughs> and you could, they, they had money for breaking, excuse me, breaking Dawn. They couldn't find some other girls yeah. <laughs> to just be stand-ins. Like, come on. That, yeah. Especially that baby. But oh I my know God. <laughs> also, a lot of directors don't like babies on their side. Yeah, I know, but... They they don't like to work with babies. You have the money, just do it. Right. <laughs> so yes, I did watch all of them, but we'll talk about those very a little later. Are you, though? Yes. You're not laughing inside? I am a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah, when I saw that on the recently watched on Prime, I was like... <laughs> I gotta text that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I did. I watched him. I didn't just, you know, start him and then like walked away and yeah. like clean the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I watched him in a day and a half. <laughs> Last week because I wanted to rewatch them again. Uh, see, I'm, I can't, I'm not ever going to get to that point where I have to rewatch them. <laughs> no, we're not doing a Twilight episode. But ever. <laughs> I read the books. Okay. I was a huge fan of the books. So I think that's what also draws me to the movies because, well, yeah. you know. I get it. I, get, I totally get it. It's really with any kind of book series. It's, turned, it's the same thing with like Harry Potter. Yeah. Like a lot of people really like that movies, the movies if they really like the books. It's, mm-hmm. Even though the first movie though. Twilight? Very terrible. Like I will admit that. The first movie yeah. is so bad. The chemistry and is so off. I also felt for the story they were telling in all five movies could have probably been told in three movies. Yeah. Well, it just kept four. Extend- There's just so many scenes, especially in New Moon, that I was like, you could have cut that out and just it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. <laughs> like after he laughed and her whole... Fr- yeah, it was... Yeah. But no, the first movie for me, ugh, and that scene. Bella's such a weirdo. When. <laughs> it's either she wants necrophilia or bestiality. Can I have your cake and eat it too? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of lip biting. She lip, bites her lip a lot. Yeah, she got less of... awkward as as the, the movies went. The way she pours went. the ketchup, that oh my God, always made me laugh. I'm like, that's not how that thing. works. No. That's a big. That's You've never funny. worked with props before, have you, Kristen Stewart? That, Everyone who talks about that movie talks about that scene and well, like it's, videos it's making right fun of it. There. Or yeah, <laughs> that's pretty bad. But yeah, okay. Anyway, yeah. One more thing. She she reminded me of the girl from Wicker Man with Nick Cage, where she'll start a sentence and then just stop and pause, like she won't finish sentences. Yeah. But, uh, okay, we're moving on. Well, what else did yeah, you recently she's watch? Awkward. Um, <laughs> I finished Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Part one. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Yes, mm-hmm. I did not watch part two yet, even though I did watch the trailer. I was seeing all these screenshots people were posting on social media from, I'm, I'm not from looking part at any two, of that. and I'm like, what the fuck? I said, where are you getting these? And then I didn't, I didn't watch the trailer, and they're taking screenshots from the trailer. Yeah, it's the internet, so... It's yeah, and all these people are coming. talking about this person and what's happening here and what's the screenshot mean? And I'm like, oh my God, why am I reading into this <laughs> bullshit? Because this is no, stop. Yeah. So I went and watched the trailer and I'm like, how do you get all this from this 30 second trailer? Uh, could be also predictions and things like that. Yeah. They do that with Marvel movies, Star That's Wars, true. like everything. But, so. Oh my God. But it was so good. I was so invested. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and like you said, it, it's the best season yet. And, and, and I'm glad that they actually went back to the horror mm-hmm. and, you know, made it 
actually, you know. And now I can say it because if you haven't seen the show, then earmuffs. So nice seeing Robert Anglin. Yeah. With his sewn shut eyes. Yeah, like, I knew who that. That's who you were talking <laughs> yeah. about when you said that last time. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, but yeah, I loved treat. it. <clears throat> and I loved that they actually got to. You actually went to. Never mind. I don't want to. Nothing. Just kidding. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> but, uh, but part two is coming uh, this Friday. Uh, today we're recording, which is uh, Tuesday. So Friday, we'll we'll get to finish it up. Mm-hmm. And for... two months from now, I'm spoiling shit because I want to talk That's about fine. it. That's fine. We can totally for sure. <laughs> Just write it down. Two months yeah. from now, we will be spoiling <laughs> Stranger Things season four yes. for sure. Um, I watched, uh, which I was very excited for. Um, which is uh, premiered on Paramount Plus, and but I'm a huge fan of the the show, and it's Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Oh, I saw a trailer for it. Now, yes, it is incredibly dumb, <laughs> but that's what I love about it. Dumber and, than the last movie they made, but I still liked yeah. it. Like it, <laughs> I like it a little better than the first movie, but you can tell the budget for this is less than the, their other movie. The other movie went to theaters. It had a bigger budget. The animation was a little smoother. This one felt like the TV show animation. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe that's what they were going for. Although the plots are kind of similar. I'm not going to get too much into detail, but it mm-hmm. does involve like some government agency chasing them all over the U.S. thinking they're smarter than they look, which was a big plot device in the yeah. first movie. So <laughs> you get that in this one, too. And yes, it's so stupid, but man, <laughs> I loved seeing them again because yeah. they're doing what they do best, and that's just trying to score yeah. <laughs> and, and and being stupid as hell and laughing at everything that sounds remotely dirty. <laughs> I love it. it, yeah. it this, this was a good year for these MTV things to come back because this year we also had Jackass Forever. So it was pretty cool to have a ja- new Jackass movie and a new Beavis and Butthead movie. It's like reliving the early yeah. days of MTV. <laughs> Um, Mike Judge still does the voices. Uh, the trailer was misleading because in the trailer, their voices sound a li- sounded a little off. Because I know Mike Judge is getting older now, mm-hmm. and it's really tough because he talks about how hard it is to do the Beavis voice, and because uh, he's like has to get in there, you know, to yeah. like you know alter his <laughs> face to do it. Yeah. But when you watch the movie, it sounded great. It sounded really good. That's good. Um, there's a couple famous voices in there too, but I can't mm-hmm. really recall, but. Yeah, 100% uh, recommended. If you're a fan of Beavis and Butthead, it's a great movie. Yeah, I'll watch it. But just it. know, it's, it is incredibly yeah. dumb, but it's, <laughs> it's dumb, be- but it's great. <laughs> I think anyone should expect that if they are of fans course. of Beavis and Butthead. Um, yeah. I'm not like a super fan. <laughs> um, I did like their one, their last movie, but... New America. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll probably watch it, but... Anything there. else you watched? Um, I watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Right. We did watch yeah, that. It was so good. I and stayed it, awake the whole you time. You did. You did. I was very proud of you because we <laughs> it, it was dark out. And usually when it's dark out, Jesse starts And to... I was laying down, so. <laughs> and yes, I know. I was the one that said it twice on the last episode. But, you know, when it gets dark around here, Jesse starts to pull a Chris on anything we're watching. So... Okay, that's our one and done, Chris. Yep. <laughs> that's your shout out, buddy. Yeah, I did. I was listening um, to the rom com and I was like I was like, this bitch didn't think that he said this at all. A bitch. I did, I'm so sorry. That's She called now. Alan a bitch on the episode. 
I did. <laughs> that was hilarious. That's just um, what I do, but I don't mean it any per- I don't need it personally. Um, but no, uh, yeah, I listened to it and I heard you say it twice. I didn't hear the third time. Maybe there was, because there was a lot of laughing, so yeah. maybe I just didn't hear it and my truck is loud. He but, could have been exaggerating too, but. Uh, but yeah, I definitely heard it twice and it was from you both times. Yeah, and, and you he, were like, it wasn't me. And I'm like, yeah, it was. He, he, re- he recently watched <laughs> Massive Talent too. And he just said, I mean, and I get it. He's like. I'm not a big cage fan like you guys, so I mm-hmm. thought it was okay. So, um, oh, it was but so we're cage fans, so yeah. of course we we love this yeah. movie. And like I've said before, the chemistry between him and Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. is so good, so adorable. Yeah, it was perfect. Well, this is a movie too that you know you can't just take it seriously. You yeah. know, you have to go in there and just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And so meta. Yeah. So great. It's so, so good. <laughs> I laughed so much and it was kept me entertained that yeah, I didn't even feel like I needed to fall asleep. And Nick Cage is back. Not that he ever went anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad you liked it. I yeah. was very happy about that. I so recommend more that people to should see it. Yeah. <laughs> even if you're not like the biggest Cage fan, it's still worth the watch and you might actually respect Cage a little bit more. Right. After watching this. Even though yes, he plays himself, but an exaggerated version of yeah. himself. It's funny. Uh, my last recently watched was Elvis. Saw it last night. Um, sp- basic, know the basics of Elvis, you mm-hmm. know. And my dad was a huge is a huge Elvis fan, so I saw it with him, and he stayed awake for the whole movie. So I'm so proud of him for that. Yeah. And uh, it's a two hour forty minute movie. It's directed by Baz Luhrmann. So I, in my mind, before I saw it, I was thinking, is this a musical? Because Baz Luhrmann did Moulin Rouge. So okay. the movie was a definite spectacle, a lot of colors, a lot of crazy mm-hmm. stuff going on, and uh, which didn't hurt the movie at all. I thought he was a great choice for this. It's not a musical. Not that if it was, it would ruin it, because I did like Rocket Man, but yeah. it, it was just uh, a movie with music in it. But I was blown away by the performances. Both Tom Hanks and Austin Butler were amazing to me. Um, Austin Butler doesn't look like Elvis, really. No, but when but... I'm watching the movie, he becomes elvis to me he doesn't look like it when you're watching the movie and you get in with his how he's portraying the character he doesn't seem like an elvis impersonator he seems like he's channeling elvis yeah and then at the end of the yeah everything his movements everything his singing voice everything and then you know like every biopic and this is not a spoiler they do show actual footage of Mm -hmm. elvis uh at the end of the movie and then at the end, I'm like looking at the real footage of Elvis and they do like the side by side comparisons, kind of like what they did with Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Um, I'm like, it was almost like, oh, I actually kind of forgot in my mind what Elvis really looked like because <laughs> I, I was just so enthralled by yeah. Butler. So that's how good he was. And Tom Hanks, I know a lot of people that don't know who Colonel Tom Parker is. Yeah, I had no idea. And, and uh, it, see in the trailer and you hear his weird accent and the, the, the fat suit and the prosthetics that mm-hmm. he wears. And you're thinking like, oh, God, that's just, I don't know, something's off with that. But I'll tell you, he was exactly like how Tom Parker was. Sounded just like him. Tom Hanks nailed it, in they my opinion. real footage of him, too? No. Oh. I don't know if you will be able to find because he's a manager. He's a behind the scenes guy. So. Right, but there's got to be. But someone. maybe there is, yeah. but they didn't show it in the movie. But uh, this is, I think, Tom Hanks' first villain role, and it does kind of go from the point of view of him for the movie, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he, yeah, he was great. He was really good hmm. as the character too. I I say Oscar noms for both of them. They don't necessarily have to win, but at least a nomination. Right. Yeah. I but love good movie. Tom Hanks. Like biopics, in. definitely watch it. 
Yeah, I definitely do want to watch it. Do I, will I go see it in the theater? Maybe not. It was cool with the surround sound yeah. for me. It's not one I can sell to people to go yeah. see in theaters. <laughs> it is a long movie, but yeah. I did enjoy the theater experience of it because of the music. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to say, and I said this on the last episode, if anybody's going to a theater to see a movie, it's, it's got to be, be Top Gun. Gun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That movie's meant for theaters. Uh, I can't imagine all these funny. young people watching it on their phone and like saying, eh, Ew, it's, it's okay. No. <laughs> no, it's awesome, especially if you see it in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's it. No more Top Gun, but but it, it's really good. Uh, you're funny. Do you have anything else left for recently watched? Um, just good? like a couple vampire stuff, but... We'll get into those. wasn't in my honorable mentions, but that's okay. Oh. Well, go ahead and work, because we're going to start the vampire talk, so what was not in your honorable mentions? Um... Vampire Academy. I don't even know what that is. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> terrible. I guess is it like were... a teen movie, like a yeah, but so bad. Like it was just the story was just so not there, and and it just is it like a school of vampires? Yeah, mm-hmm. prep school kind type of, of thing. Yeah. And it, it was just not good. And I guess they're based. Is it on for books. kids or is it? For... I, I think it's for teens, mm. but. You know, I just watched it because i never seen it before, and nope. Will I see it we again? We could make a top five, like, no. worst vampire movie. Yeah, <laughs> so, that would be in it. And so then, would vampires suck. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> Once Bitten. <laughs> <laughs> see, I grew up with that movie, so that one's in my honorable mentions because yeah. I love Jim Carrey. I, it's not that I didn't like it. I appreciated it. Did I like it enough to put it in my honorable mentions? No. no, but it, it was still funny, you know, and I, I still enjoyed it because it was Jim Carrey. Yeah, one of his first. And I've seen it before, um, but again, it's been so long <laughs> that I was like, I don't even remember this movie at all. And you know, what's funny is that this movie and another one that's on my honorable mentions um, have the same kind of story. Like, this was always like the cliche 80s vampire comedy story about a virgin trying to hook up with this hot woman (laughs) and then starts becoming a vampire because the other one that has that same plot is called my best friend is a vampire with robert sean leonard he was on er and uh that's the same like plot so i put them both on there even though they have the same plot but (laughs) what's been like jim carrey was really good as uh, becoming a vampire and (laughs) i love when he's at the dance and they're like Oh, the dance about him off. The, as a vampire. He's like, I'm not wearing a costume. <laughs> cool vampire costume. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also watched Vampire's Kiss. Finally. I did, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so good. He's so not terribly once, not good. one yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I laughed quite a bit. And then the ending, yeah. I was like, kind of confused and then yeah like, so i mean he's not really a vampire yeah but it's yeah, like, yeah yeah no just... yeah when he had those fake teeth and <laughs> yeah. she just comes in and rips him out <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to see where he came from so yeah that was uh yeah but no it's, it's good funny. for cage but man he's an ass in that movie yeah sure. oh yeah the treats way he treats his assistant yeah. yeah poor girl <laughs> um but yeah no i once bitten god um <laughs> Scott Cleavon Little in that uh, played the uh, butler of the. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was uh, the lead in Blazing Saddles. Oh, uh, okay. Gene Wilder. I, I have. I don't think I've ever seen that. But you know of it, yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 1985 when One Spitten came out, and that my best friend as a vampire was 1987. <laughs> 
All right. Is that it for mm-hmm. your non-honorable mentions? Okay, yep. we can start into some honorable mentions. My first honorable mention is Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Ugh, I wanted 3D. to rewatch this, but I couldn't find it. I'm going to make this special shout out to Alan, because I know he loves this movie because his favorite actor, Anthony Mackie, is in it. So that's for you, buddy. I'm just kidding. He hates Anthony I was Mackie. Like... <laughs> 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 I, I mean... I know a lot of people didn't like this movie, but I'm like, what do you expect? It's called Abraham Lincoln right. Vampire Hunter. If you don't like, <laughs> just get it from that title alone, you're not going to enjoy this movie. I enjoyed it. It's directed by Timur Bekmembetov, who did Wanted, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, it was a good time. I actually thought that that guy that played Abe Lincoln would blow up and be in more things, but I barely see him in anything. His name is Benjamin Walker. The only thing I've ever seen him in, I mean, he has done some things, but mm-hmm. the one I remember is that In the Heart of the Sea with Chris Hemsworth and I don't Moby think I Dick. I saw that. Yeah. That's about it. Isn't Tom Holland in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've never seen it, but that's funny. Um, <laughs> see, Josh and I, one Halloween, well, that one Halloween that you guys had the Halloween show at mm-hmm. um, Downtown Lansing, and. Uh, we were like dressed up as steampunk, but everyone thought he was Abraham. Well, he was Van wearing a top hat, so he could have been hunter. He could, and he has the, <laughs> the Lincoln beard going on. So steampunk top hat, but yeah, everyone kept calling us vampire hunters. So we were like, whatever, we're just you were, gonna you go were with steampunk it. vampire hunters. That's cool. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, so we just went with it, and we ended up winning the costume contest. You did. So. <laughs> I, I I entered as well, but my Marty costume did not impressed too many so it's okay well there was like ninja turtles there that ninja turtle was awesome and, who oh, was that that was the coolest guy i can't remember <laughs> who that was but um but my bestie jessica and her husband chris as the old elderly people were yeah. also very good oh my god she was cracking me up that night and fat bastard was there too right yep, yep. Mm-hmm. that was pretty good too yeah <laughs> <laughs> Good well, yes, uh, Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I, I almost put him on the top ten, but it's, it's an honorable mention. Yeah. It's fun. It's dumb, but it's very fun. <laughs> what do you got? Um, bordello of blood. <laughs> <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. You know what? I totally forgot about that movie. I should have put it on my honorable mentions. Uh, yeah. I, I don't like it as much as Demon Knight, but it no, was pretty good. but it is still pretty good, and no. I don't know why I love it so much, but it didn't make it in my top ten, but I do love that movie a lot. Good cast. Yeah. Um, Dennis Miller. We get uh, Erica Eleniak from, uh, the, from Baywatch and Under Siege, or she played um, the, the daughter in Beverly Hillbillies movie. Um, Ellie Mae. Oh, uh, okay. Corey Feldman's in there, yeah. which is funny because he becomes a vampire in yeah. it. So, and, uh, you know, and a bunch of models yeah. as vampires. Yeah, it was good. Oh, Chris Sarandon, uh, Jack Skellington himself is in there. Oh yeah, um, and well, he was also in Fright Night, so that's that's pretty cool doing another. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. dumb, it is. but it's <laughs> it is. it's a good time. But it's also yeah, really good too. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, I forgot about. I saw that in theaters. And I'll always remember, <laughs> and I think I've mentioned this before when we when we talked about it, but I wanted to mention it again because I, when I saw the back when I, we used to get the newspaper and the movie section would be all the posters of the movies coming out like mm. in the, in, when, in the like late nineties and stuff, so I could see like the posters for it like in black and white on the uh, 
newspaper and there was one huge one for bordello of blood coming out and i'm like i'm at like some restaurant with my dad and i'm like dad what's a bordello and he's like um it's like some kind of barrel (laughs) (laughs) so yeah no good good choice i'm so upset at myself for not thinking about that i'm surprised because you mentioned it like a couple weeks ago we were talking about it I didn't write any of those down. Yeah. <laughs> so I have the same problem as you. I don't write stuff yeah. down. Yeah. I'm getting better. I've, I I have gotten better because I actually wrote down all my recently watched, so. I'm proud of you. I did that. Um, my next honorable mention is 30 Days of Night. Came out in 2007. It made vampires scary again, yeah. in my opinion. Um, uh, this is directed by David Slade, who directed Hard Candy and Twilight Eclipse. <laughs> um, this is based on a graphic novel or comic books uh, of the same name. They did make a straight-to-video sequel, uh, Dark Days, which was not great. Um, we get Josh Hartnett in the lead in this. And I just thought the mm-hmm. premise was really cool. Um, the, there is a month in the year in Alaska where it's always nighttime. Yeah. And that's like the perfect time for vampires to come out. So I, I enjoyed that setting. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I don't hate this movie, but I also don't like super love this movie. No, I get it. It's watchable. That's why it's an honorable mention. Yeah. No, it's definitely watchable, and I have seen it a few times, but... I I did, before we move on, want to say that uh, Alan is not with us today. He uh, had plans. Him and Charles Barkley uh, decided to hang out and play some (laughs) basketball one-on-one, dunk contest, invite Woody Harrelson, you know, so he's busy today, but he did send me... Charles did call him out last week. He did, so they're they're settling it once and for all, so hopefully next time when he comes in, he can say who won uh, between that, so I'm I'm rooting for you, Alan, Um, because, you know, NBA season's over, Barkley isn't doing the the show right now, so he's he's got a point to prove right now. But Alan did send me his top 10 list, and because I'm talking about 30 Days of Night, he put that movie as his number five. And he wrote, one of my two places to either move to or just visit is Alaska and Seattle, Washington. Don't don't judge me. Mind your business. So instantly with this film, I was all in. When 30 Days of Night started, the city lit up so beautifully, I was envious. Also probably why I enjoyed the first Twilight. Uh, but I enjoyed the the performances as Why? well. Because they go to Seattle. Yeah, and the look and the look <laughs> well, of not Seattle, but they go. Yeah, to and the look of the vampires. So <laughs> that's joking. why he liked it in his top ten. So hey, it's I. Right. <laughs> What's your next one? Um. Well, uh, Dracula dead and loving it. <laughs> <laughs> that was on my honorable mentions, but I knew you were going to put that on yeah. there, so I just got rid of it. I know we've talked about this before, so we don't have to talk about it again, but it is such a great movie, and it's just so funny, and I didn't expect to love it so much, and I just saw it for the first time last year, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not Mel Brooks' uh-huh. best, but one of his but, good yeah, ones. But yeah, it still, still holds up. Makes you miss Leslie Nielsen. Oh, yeah. He was great. <laughs> <laughs> Any movie that makes fun of the Bram Stoker's Dracula butt wig is... Yeah. is Great in my books. Yes, good movie. Yeah, so good. Um, I have one in my honorable mentions that you've probably never heard of. No one's probably ever heard of, but I, it's special to me because I grew up with it. It's called Subspecies. I do own it on Blu-ray. There are four in the series, and I've only found the first three. 
I think the fourth one was never made on Blu-ray, so I wasn't able to acquire it. Uh, this uh, came out in 91, uh, and it's part of a film series, not not sequel series or anything, but it's part of a company that makes these type of movies, and that's Full Moon Entertainment. That's the same company that makes Puppet Master and Demonic okay. Toys and things like that. So mm-hmm. low budget, but they, they're pretty good with the money they have. Yeah. Like, it definitely looks cheap, but... There's so much respect. Like, I have so much respect for it. Um, But the film follows three students who get caught in the struggle between a good vampire and his evil brother in the Transylvanian mountains. And the main vampire, Radu, used to give me nightmares as a kid, the way he looks. Uh, It's a weird movie. (laughs) It's a weird series. Subspecies. Subspecies. You'd have to look it up. Yeah. But I had to throw that in there because I did did grow up with those movies. <laughs> um, I watched, actually, I didn't expect to like this movie so much because, mm. like, it kind of looked cheesy, but I watched it yesterday. And? Uh, Night Teeth. Oh. It's a Netflix-made film. Uh, okay. With, um, gosh, what is her name? I know a lot of people are going to know her, if, especially if they have kids and they watch this show called Jesse on... I think it was Disney Channel. It's like, hey, Jesse. Oh, you have a show hey, based Jesse. on you? Yeah. You know how many times I've gotten that <laughs> sung to me and I'm like, hey, no, hey, no. But yeah, no. Um, a lot of people have said that to me. But uh, not, not Rick Springfield, Jesse's girl? <laughs> no. Okay. But, um, well, that too. But, mm. um, but it was actually decent. Decent? Yeah. It's it like... A... Uh, a vampire, like, kind of, like, you're not supposed to go in the certain part of the city. It's in L.A. And because there's a guy there who runs that part of town and, and they vampires don't go there because that guy knows how to kill them and that they have, like, this truce with them, whatever. Okay. So this other vampire kind of was like, well, fuck that. I'm going to take over the city. So <laughs> he so kind taken of... taken pretty serious uh, tone? Yeah. Okay. And, um... So he kind of goes in on the territory and then basically starts a war on the turf and these um, two girls, like, he's a driver for this company and his brother takes the car out instead and the two girls that he picks up are vampires and take them to different stops because, you know, they're trying to take over the city and they're working with this other guy and they think that that guy is Jay, who is the guy they're looking for. But it's not, and yeah, it's really interesting. Good. Yeah, hmm. it was decent. It was a little, you know, a little cheesy, you yeah. know, and then most vampire, you know, a little romance <laughs> in there, and yeah, it wasn't yeah. terrible. It wasn't as terrible as I was expecting it to be. It kept my interest. Okay. Um, my next uh, honorable mention is actually also on Alan's honorable mentions, and this is Daybreakers. Oh, I just watched that today. Actually, from two thousand nine. <laughs> Uh, directed by the Spirig Brothers, who gave us Winchester with Helen Mirren and Predestination with Ethan Hawke. Hmm. Um, I liked the I, the story. I thought the story was good. Yeah. I liked the actors, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, Sam Neill. I liked the look of the movie. I just thought it was a cool idea where it's a vampire-ruled um, world, and they still like have running jobs, and they're running businesses, yeah. but it's all at night, and there mm-hmm. are some humans left, and then there's that whole thing of if vampires run out of food they turn into something more deadly yeah. like i like that idea mm-hmm. so yeah decent watch like basically turn back into bats basically yeah. <laughs> like bat people 
And and Alan said, uh, good effects when it came to the vampires, especially the one who broke into Hawk's place when his brother was there. That's all he wrote. <laughs> so, yeah. Enjoyed it. I guess I forgot that that was his brother. I guess I didn't realize that. I haven't seen this since it came out in 2009, but I just remember yeah. I like the story, so... No, I did too, and I remember recommending this to my brother when I first saw it, and then he watched it, and he's like, don't ever recommend me movies again, because he hated it. So what? And I'm like, well, sorry. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> not. I liked it. It was yeah. different. But I know um, how you feel. I do feel bad for that guy's daughter. Um, what is the guy's name from Jurassic Park? Sam, Sam Neil. Neil. Yes. Yeah. His daughter... And then Ethan Hawke's brother attacked her, and then she like, ugh, it's terrible. But <laughs> but it makes for a good movie. Yeah. Anything else for you? Oh, so much. That's fine. That's fine. Um, another another uh, show. There's a couple shows on here. The Vamp- I have no shows on. <laughs> the <here>. Vampire Diaries. <laughs> oh, I can also assume True Blood is on your honorable mentions. Oh my God, no! I don't. You didn't know. even think of no, that. Oh my, my God, God I've I never even seen that show, and I thought uh, of it. <laughs> I only thought of Vampire Diaries because I've been watching the originals. I've been trying to finish that, so then it made me think of that, and then I was like, Oh yeah, but no, oh my God, I totally forgot about. True Blood. I love that show. Oh, well, fuck. But anyway, well, you can add too. it just manually right And now. then a new show that just came out called First Kill. Mm, heard of it. Yep. It's not the greatest, but it's not the worst. Mm. I actually like the main girl. Um, the love story is a little weird. Not because of them being two women. That's not it at all. It's just the, the, the way... Well, now it is because you had to say it. Well, like no. I'm just well, kidding. I didn't want people to watch it and be like, oh, well, is it because they're two women? No, I don't care. Whatever. Love is love. I'm, it's just the way that they are together and the progression of their relationship yeah. was just a little weird and fast and like whatever. But the rest of it was actually pretty decent and I, I like it and I can't wait for season two if Netflix doesn't cancel it because, you Who know. Who knows? So. We'll see. But anyways, that's probably all for my, in Van Helsing and, you know, a couple other things, but. Oh, yeah, I forgot there's a show of Van Helsing. Well, that's actual movie, but. Oh. I'm just trying to get oh. through my honorable mentions real fast. I guess. I have so many. But because there's other monsters in it, I didn't really right, count but that. but he's a vampire hunter. Well, he's a monster hunter because he also that's hunts true. werewolves and the Frankenstein monster at first that's and everything. That's true. So. Okay, anyway, go on. That's okay, but that was enjoyable too. The effects are pretty bad in today's standards, but um, it was fun. It was a movie my dad and I like to watch together. I enjoyed it. Um, (laughs) It's a touchy subject to name this movie, but it is both on me and uh, Alan's uh, list, and I'm going to give it some credit. Morbius is on my honorable mentions (laughs) from this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Directed by Daniel Espinoza, who also gave us Life. Jake Gyllenhaal and Safe House, Ryan Reynolds and Washington. Those are very drastic movies. Difference in Uh, movies, I mean. And you know, (laughs) despite people's criticisms with it's Morbin time, Morbius. uh, Jared, (laughs) I mean, yeah, the plot, whatever. I don't know much about it. I I like Jared Leto. I like Jared Leto too, Mm -hmm. and I thought he was great in the movie as the character. Was the CGI great? Eh, It was all right in some parts, but wasn't the worst I've seen. I think. Oh yeah. 
It's not even the worst Marvel movie at no. all. So, in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Alan put, uh, Morbius. I, unlike most, enjoyed this movie. Especially loved the special effects, slow motion scenes, where each swing was highlighted with neon-type colors. Leto gets a bad rap mostly due to his work in Suicide Squad. And to be honest, it's unfair. I agree. Yeah, I know. I, I agree with that, too. But in this film, I came away feeling the same way I did after seeing his Joker portrayal, in which I was entertained. And that's what I love most about films in any genre. And I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And that first scene, which this isn't giving it away, and I know I've said this before um, when I talked about it being in my recently watched, um, that first scene when he first like turns, because everybody knows he does, so it's not giving anything away. It's creepy. It's a little creepy. Yeah. scary. At times, he did look like malnourished John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think really the biggest nitpick with it is the same reason people are nitpicking the new Blade that's coming out for MCU is it's a vampire movie that's PG-13. Um, mm. But, you know, it had violence in it. I wasn't expecting, like, heads being ripped off like other R-rated vampire movies. Yeah. But, you know, if you're going to have a character like this that's going to battle Spider-Man one day, eh, whatever. Right. <laughs> is Wesley Snipes coming back for no, that? No, it's... Um, Nope, he, uh, but he uh, is definitely giving it his uh, his endorsement or whatever and support yeah. on it because Wesley Snipes throughout the years have been known to be horrible to work with, okay. especially if you watch behind the scenes of Blade Trinity. That's why they didn't continue after that movie, and there has been a lot of drama on that set during the oh, making of Lordy. that movie. Um, it's just going to be weird not hearing it's, him say um, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Mahershala Ali is playing our new Blade. He was in Alita Battle Angel. He was in uh, uh, the Oscar movie The Green Book. If you look him up, he's on True Detective. If you look him up, you're like, oh, that guy. Yeah, he's I been f- in a few things. Um, I feel like I see his face, but I don't I don't know. What was his name again? Mahershala Ali. Oh, I don't even so know So just look up that. new MCU Blade. That's all you got to look up so you can see him. He was on the Luke Cage show as, as well. Um. But no, I'm going to watch it. You yeah. said Green Book? Yeah. Like with Viggo Mortensen. Uh... <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's okay. not the guy I was thinking of, but okay. Yeah, he will be our, cool. our new Blade for the MCU. So, And I'm still going to watch it, PG-13 or not. I'm going to watch it. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Cool. What did you got next? Um, I mean, that's basically it for my honorable mentions. I may have a ton, but... I have Bram Stoker's Dracula on here from 1992. I've never seen it, unfortunately, but... It's a well-made movie, Francis Ford Coppola. Like, it's it looks good. Mm-hmm. It, uh, you know, there's thousands of movies called Dracula, so the fact that he was the one to actually call it Bram Stoker's Dracula makes it different. Um... Because of the the story and the connections with Vlad the Impaler and stuff like that. And Gary Oldman gave a crazy, weird, but good performance as our <laughs> as our character. Uh, Keanu Reeves was just starting out. And he even admits today that it wasn't the best. Because yeah. he was so tired <laughs> on the set doing other movies at the same time. And you can tell when you're watching the movie. It's not his best stuff. Yeah. Um, Anthony Hopkins is in it as the Van Helsing character. Uh, it's very bloody, it's very romantic, it's everything you would think in a Dracula movie, and then you get the weird butt wig that he wears uh, in it. Um, but yeah, uh, I liked it. Um, it's not one I can rewatch a lot, but but I do like it. Uh, and 
there was a couple of things. So Tom Waits is in it. He plays the Renfield character. Um, red jelly was used for blood in that movie. So it's... That's odd. That's it, like, do you think that'd be like a little thick? It works in the film when you watch it. Yeah. And I think in the 90s they were trying to redo these old classic monster characters into new modern to- modern versions. So we got that one. And then a couple years later, Kenneth Branagh directed and starred in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. And he played Dr. Frankenstein with Robert yeah, okay. De Niro as the monster. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have other ones like Fright Night, the original from 1985. I mm-hmm. put the original Nosferatu black and white film from 1922 on here, which... You know, that that one has an interesting history because it was loosely based on the book, uh, Dracula, and they the director tried to just change the names to avoid the legal action, and that failed because he got sued like hell. And Stoker's <laughs> widow uh, made a lawsuit that all negatives and copies and known prints of the film at the time were to be destroyed. But years later, it kind of resurfaced through second generation reels in other countries. So that's how we're able to see it on yeah. Tubi and, and some DVDs and stuff like that. So, Which is nice. Yeah, and it's cool to go back and see where a lot of the, I mean, the inspiration, so many inspirations came from that movie. So, mm-hmm. yes, it was a total ripoff. Like Shadow but, of the Vampire. Yeah, like Shadow <laughs> of the Vampire that I had you watch. <laughs> So, like I said, I had you watch it for the performances. Anybody oh, yeah. out there Willem hasn't seen Defoe it, Willem Dafoe, awesome. he got the part of Green Goblin because of this movie. So Yeah, he was great, and I I enjoyed the movie. Will I watch it again? Probably not. That's okay. But I just wanted you to see I it once, it plus for what it was. being yeah. Nicolas Cage's only produced film. So. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I will give anything a, a first chance. <laughs> Alan put Dracula from 1931. On his honorable mentions, he says the stares that he was doing where the light was only in his eyes made me laugh every time. Ironically, <laughs> it's also the same look I give someone else that I, I give someone when they're taking the last slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they do. They like go close up on Bella Lugosi's eyes and he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's classic for its yeah. time. I wanted to watch that vampire movie that was on HBO Max. That was like 1932, I think. But I didn't get to watch it. What's it called? Vampire. Oh, okay. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) There's probably like a hundred movies called Vampire. Yeah, yeah, there was actually. When I looked it up on YouTube, like Tubi, when I searched vampires, it was like so much shit. I was like, ugh. Yeah, I think that, uh-huh. you know, it's an interesting thing to look up. I kind of want to look it up after the episode, how uh, how many vampire movies there are in existence compared to how many zombie movies yeah. there are in existence. I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> tell you. And the last couple I have on here, I, I, I put these on here. I know they're not everybody's favorite, but I like it just for a certain thing. But I put the two Lost Boys sequels on my honorable mentions because i love Corey feldman Corey feldman's one of my favorite uh actors growing up and i still like him i know he's a complete ass sometimes behind the scenes but he is the reason to watch those sequels yeah because no they're nowhere near as good as the first movie <laughs> but he is still his cheesy rambo-esque vampire hunter character and like i said he's the reason to watch those movies yeah and that's all i got want to so we're ready to dive into our uh top 10 you want to start at 10 and go down or start at 1 and go up? 
We'll start at 10, bottom to the top, I think. Okay. Um, so my first one... For number 10. Which we've kind of already talked about, so we don't have to go into detail about it, so it'll be real quick. Uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2. <laughs> um, but I thought you said you... I changed it after we had our little discussion. Oh, I was just trying to, you know, I was just being <laughs> um, annoying. I do like both of the Breaking <laughs> Dawn. Well, you can count I them both. The it's whole... one book. You can count them both. I That's fine. I love the whole Twilight series, except the first one is, you know, one I can skip. I watch it anyway, even though it makes me cringe, but... Um, but this one I just love because I love to see Bella as a vampire. I'm just like root for that. You know, I was, and that's, I'm sorry to cut into your no, that's thing fine. there, but since the first movie, I just kept yelling at the TV. God damn it, Edward, just bite her and yeah. get her to like stop <laughs> whining through the I whole know. movie. <laughs> Same. And I'm like. So I was like rooting for that the whole time, you know, and of course it doesn't happen till like the end, but spoiler know. alert. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You know, you can see it coming. <laughs> Everyone knows. Okay. <laughs> if you don't, then the battle scene was disappointing. The battle scene. Yes. Well, because of what happened. Right. Yeah. It was fake. But... Yeah. These movies are old now, so it's okay yeah, to spoil them. Yeah. It's, it. it was a. It was a premonition. It was a vision. <laughs> Which I'm kind of grateful, because I'm like, Carl. Crap. <laughs> no. I remember. I wanted that. I wanted that slide. It would have been, it, I would have had more feel. I actually would probably would have respected that movie a little more if that actually happened. Yeah. And killed off these characters and stuff like that. Well, Not saying that I hated these characters. I hated the acting of these characters. Yeah. But I, I like, like, oh, that's so bold to kill that guy and kill that girl. Yeah. Awesome. And then I'm like, oh, they lived. <laughs> yeah I, when i read the books it's like i totally forgot that happened because you know these movies came out years after i'd read the books mm. so i it's been a minute since i read the fourth book so i kind of forgot that that battle scene was fake so when i watched it in the theater i was like oh my god i was like all freaking out but then i forgot and then i remembered i was like oh my god it's fake <laughs> thank the lord <laughs> And I'll admit, both uh, Stuart and Pattinson did get a little better in their acting. Yeah. As oh, the yeah. Movies for went sure, on. they got less awkward. They 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 had better chemistry. Yeah. Like I know they were an actual couple during some of this. I don't think for the final film they were not together together, but mm -hmm. they still had better chemistry than they did the very first movie. Like but the other Collins, no, bothered me. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jasper was like the worst. <laughs> I laughed every time I, I liked saw his Carlisle, face. but yeah, and I and I kind of like that actor. Uh, he was in Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, <laughs> this is the asshole. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I like I I'm I'm a fan. So that's okay. I no disrespect. Like mm -hmm. I said, I'm not gonna just bash Twilight. I did watch them all. If right. I really really hated the idea of these movies, I wouldn't have watched it even if you told me right. to. I would have just watched the Riff Tracks versions and be fine. Yeah. But uh which are hilarious. Well, um, I can imagine. But I did and they're not the worst things I've ever seen. Um but Morbius is better. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I was just saying PG-13 vampire movies. But uh Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my number 10, uh, we did just talk about this, is Shadow of the Vampire. Okay. Uh, I do like this movie a lot more than, than you did, which is fine. Um, I like really any kind of movie where it shows old the old ways of filming movies right. and old Hollywood and, and just anything around that era. Mm -hmm. And I know this movie is half 
nonfiction and fiction. Uh, but it is about the making of Nosferatu from 1922 with uh, John Malkovich in the role of F.W. Renau and the great Willem Dafoe as Max Schreck, a.k.a. the vampire. Only the fictional part is he's really a vampire. And yeah. Renau <laughs> makes a deal with them to kill various unimportant people on the making of the movie to get a good performance out of him. Except his he movie. was not happy when he ki- killed his cameraman. No. Find another one. <laughs> you need the cameraman. But we also get I was other... like, Wolf! <laughs> This is the only movie Nicolas Cage produced. He's a big fan of the old Nosferatu films, so that's pretty perfect of him to produce this. And we get other great actors in there, like Carrie Elwes, Eddie Izzard, a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie Izzard. I know his name's Eddie, but I always forget his last name. Izzard. Izzard the Lizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was an interesting little tidbit I did write. Um, F.W. Renau in the movie says the line, and he really did in real life. If it isn't in the frame, it doesn't exist. Yeah. He actually said that to a young Alfred Hitchcock who was visiting the set at the time. And Hitchcock used that advice throughout his whole film career. Which is, I mean, it's the truth, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> You know, Murnau was totally a plagiarizer, but the dude was so dedicated to his craft. And yeah. Malkovich really shows that. So I have respect for that movie. No, for sure. I, I didn't hate it. It's okay. And I did respect the performances, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I well, gave good. it a shot. So. That's, all, that's, that's all I need. Yay. <laughs> uh, Alan's number 10 is Bram Stoker's Dracula. And what he put was, oh boy. So I like this movie. Made it all the way through. But Winona Ryder can eat a big bag of infested turtle testicles. Shout out to Gary Oldman for wearing the butt wig. And Keanu, he was present. Good movie. <laughs> but... Uh, but one I'll only ever watch around Halloween when I've sniffed glue sticks and can taste colors. Oh my god! But it's in his top ten, <laughs> so I wouldn't go that far. It yeah. is worth the watch, but yeah, you you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, number nine. What do you uh, got? Blade Trinity. I know not this is favorite. not everybody's favorite, but I like the soundtrack. RZA is on the soundtrack. I mean, I don't know why. I just like this movie. It's good to me. And I like um, Jessica Biel, so. Mm. I get it. Yeah. Um, Wesley Snipes' weird moment where he was supposed to have his eyes open and, and they were closed, so they had to CGI his eyes open. That looked a little weird. Um, I guess I didn't know. Ryan Reynolds <laughs> was a treat, but in my mind, this is no disrespect to Ryan Reynolds. I do like mm-hmm. the guy. He was Van Wilder as a yeah, vampire hunter. Yeah, no, for uh, sure. He had that same shtick, which, you know, is funny. But after a while, it's like, I was like, after I saw the voices, I'm like, oh, you can do other great things. Well, when did Van Wilder come out? Because this movie, that, Before that. that movie came out in 2004. Yeah, so not too long. I'd say like 2001 long. or two. Yeah, exactly. So he was still in that yeah, I know. phase of being no, a funny guy. Yeah. But... But it just felt the same. No, but I feel um, like that about some a lot of his performances. But, you know, me and Alan both agree. You know, Dracula, cool villain. But why did he have to look like a male model? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was not a fan of their Dracula choice. I, I did think his Dracula form was kind of cool. And and I liked the way that they brought back from the second movie where his like mouth yeah. opened. And he up. had an intimidating voice. Yeah. It's just the, the male model look. Yeah. <laughs> 
But no, I thought that was pretty cool. That's my dumb phone. Oh, okay. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I know. Um, but good soundtrack. I'll always mm-hmm. remember uh, Blade, Ready to Die. I was born ready, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like, I'm going to miss that when the, this other PG-13 Blade comes out. Because we're not going to hear that no. motherfucker. No, but they probably could get away with one. Dracula's like, I like that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right? Dracula was the fish out of, fish out of water story for him. Um, <laughs> no, it's watchable, mm. but it's my, my least favorite of the trilogy. Oh, for sure. But um, that's why it's my number nine. Parker Posey but... annoyed me in that movie. <laughs> Is that but the her, girl? Yeah, but her interactions with with the uh, Van Wilder Hunter was was good. I don't um, know. I kind of liked her crazy. So <laughs> she yeah, didn't annoy me. The wrestler guy was he a wrestler? Yeah, Triple okay. H. Yeah, mm. with his metal he, fangs. I think we could have went without him, but he should have been Dracula. No, he's intimidating and he's big, no. and that would have been a cool fight. Just not seems male like a model big Dracula. Teddy bear to me, like a. Well, if they changed his character to be more like Dracula. He could have been an imposing force against Blade. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I didn't like his silver teeth either. No, that was dumb. But anyway. But you liked his little dog. Yeah, I liked his little dog. (laughs) (laughs) His little creepy dog. Uh, I'd pet it. I don't know. I want to keep my fingers. Um, (laughs) My number nine, I talked briefly about in our foreign episode, and that is Nightwatch. Uh, it's directed by Timur Bekmembetov, again. I, I've said his name so much, I can just pronounce it, and who knows, it's probably mispronounced. But uh, it's the Russian vampire film uh, with the sequel Daywatch. It came out in 2004. Uh, at the time of its release, it broke all kinds of records in Russia and became the number one box office movie of all time there until a year later when another one came out. But it grossed over $50 million worldwide. Uh, it's... Mm. Sorry, my computer's <laughs> making noises. Uh, The movie is basically about a war between the forces of light and the forces of the night that have been going on for centuries, and it goes into modern times, and it's the the vampires are the ones that rule the night, Um, and the vampire hunters are the ones that rule the the light. Um, It's a great movie. It is in Russian, um, but the style is so cool. If you like Teamer's movies like Wanted or Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter, it's it's got all of that in there, so not going to dive too much into it. You can listen to our foreign movie episode for me to talk about that more. Uh, Alan's number nine is Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy. Okay. Sporting a great mullet. Yeah, I know we talked about that briefly, but I don't (laughs) think I've ever seen the entire thing. It's not my favorite. Wes Craven directed it. It is on Prime. I saw it was on Prime, but I didn't get to it. Wes Craven film. Uh, He wrote a truly underrated Murphy film. Again, Murphy playing multiple characters. Kadeem Hardison was hysterical as his lackey. Angela Bassett in her prime. (laughs) Bless you. Excuse me. Sorry. And John Witherspoon is always a delight. Oh, and also Alan Payne was in there. And his ridiculous spelling of his first name. The best way to spell Alan is A-L-A-N. Is it A-L-L-E-N? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) So Vampire Brooklyn. Uh, I... I have it on VHS. <laughs> it's not my favorite, but maybe I just need to rewatch it and I yeah. might have a different different view of it now. All right, number eight. Uh, I have a show, um, The Originals. I've heard of it. Which is a vampire. I didn't know it was a vampire show. <laughs> yep, it's um, a spinoff of The Vampire Diaries. Because uh... in that, like, The Originals, like, they're literally the original 
vampires. So it takes place in the olden times? No, it's oh. modern times, but they're just that old. Like, they're... Oh. You know, and it takes mostly place in uh, New Orleans, so it was which a... is where they're from. So what came first, that or Vampire Diaries? Vampire Diaries, oh, okay. but the originals came into play in the Vampire Diaries, oh. and then they just made the spinoff. So of... are those actors in episodes of Vampire yes. Diaries? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very good. I, I like mean, it? it's cheesy. You know, it's a cheesy teen show, probably. And you like it better but, than Vampire but Diaries. But I do. Huh? I, okay. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just good. You got witches, you got vampires, you got werewolves, you got... Got a little bit of everything, which is my cup of tea, so... Are there hunters in it, too? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Not Angels. prominent, but there are. Because it's mostly about the, the monsters, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's really good. I do like a, a, a plethora of monsters, and my number eight is two monsters. Um, I know one of these movies in the series is on your top ten, and as in Alan's as well, but... I put the first one, 2003's Underworld. That was is... in my honorable mentions, but I just had a feeling it was going to be in your top ten. <laughs> Directed by Len Wiseman, who gave us Live Free or Die Hard. Um, this was cool. Uh, you know, it came out a little after Blade, and it reminded me of Blade because mm-hmm. of the vampires, because of the look, the the Matrix clothes that they wore, and the slow motion battle scenes and things. So this is like Blade meets Matrix. Yeah. It, it kind of felt like, but it was cool. Like yeah. it, this gothic look, and I was like, oh, vampires and werewolves battling each other for centuries. It was cool. The werewolves looked, or lichens, sorry, mm-hmm. looked really cool when they were climbing on the walls yeah. and hunting each other. And uh, I was like, Damn, Kate Beckinsale's hot. Oh, <laughs> That's man. just me. Um, she's my woman crush. She like, is you ask anybody, beautiful in it's that movie. Kate Beckinsale, and even now, like she hasn't aged a freaking lick. Well, I recently Maybe she's watched a real vampire. Well, I recently watched the trailer for Blood Wars, the newer Underworld movie, which is the only one I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. She not looked a that little great. off to me in that. After, because I, I did like a, a like a trailer-a-thon and watched all five yeah. trailers in a row. It's just, maybe it's the lighting of that movie. Maybe it's the trailer itself. It's just, she didn't or look. Or the eyes or something. Like, I know could what be you're the talking eyes. about. And her hair is yeah. a little different, but. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, no, I love Kate Beckinsale. She was so I... good in this. It's such a cool movie. It made vampires and werewolves, like, cool again. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, like, it, it, but it had things. It had romance. It had like the you yeah, know the I vampires were like the rich Michael. and prominent you know characters, and the werewolves mm-hmm. were kind of like the bums, you know, or yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, and we get the hybrid, uh, Michael Scott Speedman. Uh, interesting. Rona Mitra or Mitra, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, uh, was actually considered for the Celine role before Kate Beckinsale. Um, Beckinsale got it, but that actress got to lead the prequel. Rise of the Lycans. So she was oh, the lead in that. But she which, was the original choice for I Celine. Mean, they look very similar. They do. And I enjoyed that one too. Yeah. I know a lot of people didn't because it wasn't Kate Beckinsale, but I, for a prequel, it was cool. Yeah, no, I actually really liked that too. Uh, Holly Berry and Mila Jovovich were also considered for Celine before Kate Beckinsale. I think Jovovich would have did good too, honestly. But yeah, but I, I think, think with her just, doing Resident Evil, yeah, it kind of would have been too similar. It would have been. I was just about to say yeah. that. It's like almost exactly the same role. I mean, obviously not the exact same right. role, but same character. Still slow-mo type. fighting. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, this was an interesting little trivia I found because I thought this was awesome. Alan agreed, but then, you know, it didn't happen, so it's, it makes me sad. The creators of Underworld actually had a meeting with Marvel and wanted to do a crossover with Blade. Oh. Marvel said no. Oh. <laughs> so, eh. They're like, ah, too much legalities there. But that made me think of a uh, little trivia for Blade was... Morbius was supposed to be the villain of one of those movies, and then Marvel said no because we want to make Morbius into his own franchise. But that was back in the early two thousands, yeah. and then it took all like twenty years to get a <laughs> Morbius movie. So I'm like you could have had a snippet and then still had a yeah, reboot technically could, yeah, now. Yeah, because you know? they, they do that. Yeah, <laughs> but I know that uh, Underworld Two is the fan favorite, which I do like. But I only put the first one on here just because. That introduced me to the world and the look of the film. No, it's still a great story film on its own. And just, yeah, and the soundtrack. It just, it was really cool. No. I do like Evolution as well. I think they're probably evenly matched, but I just put the first yeah, one Yeah, they here, don't so. have Evolution on HBO. They have all the other ones, but the second one. Oh, I own them all. I got I the little think, box set. You know what? I almost ordered some, and I was like, I think I already did last year. I gotta look, because I <laughs> thought you probably I... got like three copies on Underworld. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Especially the Evolution. I probably have two or three. I gotta go look, but I gotta start ordering All shit before I All formats, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get it. It's your favorite. No, I'm just but, No, I didn't really like... Um, which was the one where humans found out about vampires and she's chasing Michael around, even though it's not Michael, but she's like trying to find him the entire movie. I Is that think Awakening? that's Awakening, yeah, because it was I, a different actor. I was not a huge fan of that yeah, movie. Yeah, that's when the movie, because Blood Wars, I think, was made by the same people that made Awakening, yeah, and which in was that different movie, from the other ones. Yeah. So you, yeah. Because yeah. I had that actor from the Divergent movies in it. And he was in both of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of his name. The, the guy. Uh, Blonde hair. And the... Yeah. You'd have to look it up and be like, oh, yeah, that guy. I think I, <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm pretty sure. Um, Alan's number eight movie is uh, on my list as well, uh, is Interview with the Vampire. Oh, okay. I know we briefly talked about it. It's mm-hmm. not your favorite. It's not my favorite. Um, it's not the worst movie, though. I don't hate it. It's just not my favorite. This is what he said about it. When I get to my spot, I will say what I said about it. But his is, this lengthy-ass movie was enjoyable. <laughs> Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, and honestly, I do believe that Kirsten Dunst is an actual vampire. Uh, someone check on that. It was creepy, intense at times. Antonio Banderas, absolute must-see. So that's his. I actually would love to see more vampire children in movies. They don't really do that very often. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Now, you know, now I'm going to try to think while while you're talking about your next one. I'm just going to be thinking vampire children. Yeah. I mean, they briefly obviously did talk about it in Breaking Dawn, but that's yeah, not really <laughs> prominent, you know. Yeah. So. Hey, I still, I you know, I want to see more zombie children. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. We get a couple movies with zombie children, but yeah. not too much. <laughs> All right, number seven. Uh, I have The Lost Boys, which I'm sure this is on your list, too. It's my number one. Okay, so we can skip this and talk about it later. Uh, Alan has never seen The Lost Boys. Now, he, he has. we have learned that his uh, life growing up was different from ours. You know, you and I, have we got to watch horror movies yeah. and things when we were kids. He did not, unfortunately. He grew up with rom-coms yeah. you know so he'd never seen lost boys i told him to watch it and i and, and i know that him watching it watch now it? uh he's still trying to find it because it's oh, not on okay. any streaming network oh, okay um but he's got a guy 
So we'll see. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I already said, I know you're probably not going to love it as much as us because you didn't grow up with mm-hmm. it. And it is very 80s. So, yeah. um, but he he said he would, when, when he finds it, he'll watch okay. it. So I can hear about it. So we can go on your number seven. My number seven is Blade 2. Okay. Which is my number one. It's okay. funny. I can we wait both, for. Both our number well, sevens are our number ones. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> well, uh, so we'll skip to, uh, we'll we'll see, what's Alan's? Dark Shadows, twenty twelve. Oh, <laughs> you know, Brian and I both do not like this. Movie. I don't hate it. Yes, yeah, but it's definitely it's one of my least favorite Tim Burton movies and one of my least best. favorite Johnny Depp movies. But this is what he said, and I'm not gonna judge him. No, for, this. for sure. Everyone has a different opinion. Yeah, I'll just give him a little shit about it. But that's fine. I'm, yeah, me too. I'm not gonna bash you though. <laughs> he goes, Dark Shadows. Yep, I meant what I text. What I said. I'm a fan of Depp Burton for the most part, and this movie hit the mark for me. The dry, almost Drax Knuckles type of dry and literal humor always makes me laugh. Also nice seeing uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer? Pfeiffer? Whatever <laughs> one she goes by, back in a semi-leading spotlight for me at least. Schwing! <laughs> Agreed. It was nice to see uh, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer back working with Burton again. Catwoman. Uh, it had an interesting cast. It has your favorite Chloe, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. She didn't do a bad job. I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give her that. Uh, Johnny Depp was so weird in the movie, but he's weird in all the Burton movies. I don't know. I just felt like I didn't know what the audience for that movie was. Like I, I know it's a movie version of an old uh, soap opera uh, vampire show from like the 70s and 80s, which the tone of the movie, completely different. Yeah, It's almost like they're making fun of it in a way. I just didn't know what kind of movie it was trying to be. Is it a comedy? Because it starts off with the dark gothic look, you know, mm-hmm. when he's still a human. And then it gets into the 70s with the comedy. But then it gets into a weird sexual type thing yeah. going on. And then it gets into... <laughs> it just kept switching. So mm-hmm. I think the tonal change is kind of what made me not really care for it. But maybe yeah. I need to watch it again. Who knows? It's, There's probably some things in it time. that I will like. But overall, I thought it was just... Meh. Eh. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't seen it since it came out, so maybe I'll have to rewatch it, but no promises. That's okay. (laughs) But, you know, I'm not judging you, Alan. Just, like I said, give you a little shit for it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number six. Uh, Blade. The first Blade. Another movie where he fights a male model. (laughs) Yes, except I can't stand the woman in this movie. Really? I I don't usually say that, but she's just kind of just terrible in general. And she doesn't really do much. I mean, guess kind of. She helps him with his problem, but I don't know. Okay. Not a fan. But no, I, I do love this movie, and I, and I like um, What's-His-Face as Frost. Male model Stephen Dorff. Just yes. the way he's dressed. That's Thank all. I'm, he's not a male model, but just the way he's dressed. With <laughs> I even nice like shirt. that crazy blonde girl yeah. and her all her fur. Tonight the age of man and... comes to an end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that crazy girl, but um, um, but I do love this movie. Yeah, uh, I I it, it was I was thinking about it. You know what blade to put in my top ten, but Blade Two just came out because the reason why I put Blade Two on here was. The villains were better. Mm-hmm. Out of the three movies, Blade Two had the best villains. No Mac. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the, just their race in general. We'll get to that when we get yeah. to yours. But 
the first Blade, yes, it introduced me. Um, at the time, yeah, I didn't know he was a Marvel character, and then I saw him in comic books and things like that, and that's how I learned about the the Night Hunt, the Night Stalkers, which eventually became Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel. Yeah. So I knew about them before the movie, and then you know, I think it's Marvel's first R-rated, no, second R-rated Marvel feature. The first was Punisher in the '90s with Dolph Lundgren. Uh, but it wasn't Marvel's first picture. We've already talked about it on So Bad It's Great, and that's Howard the Duck. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say, you know, it saved Marvel, like a lot of people said. You know, it's not for this, it's not for that, whatever. But I do like the blood rave scene in the beginning. Yeah. That was a great scene. But there's just other things in it that it just, Blade 2, I think, did better for me. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Like, it had better characters. Even though I like... Uh... <laughs> I do like that one guy. Uh, he's in so much. I forget his in name. In the first Blade? Yeah. The... Oh, Donald Logue? I'm assuming that's he's the guy. He's Frost's like, right-hand man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's kept losing his hand. He got burned. Yeah. And, like, oh, he's great. Like, yeah. He was in Resident <laughs> Evil Welcome to Raccoon yeah, City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grounded he's, for life, that show. He's in so much. He's, and he's he awesome. he does great in everything <laughs> I see him in, but he was great in that movie, too, mm-hmm. and... The way he kills him and then grabs the sunglasses that he took. got these new hands. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's great. It's a great movie. Uh, This is Alan's number one favorite vampire movie. Is the first Blade? Blade? Yep. And he wrote Love Snipes as this character. Whistler 2. Yeah, Whistler was great. Chris Christopherson. Their dad-son relationship brought some classic macho. Few words need to be spoken vibes and it worked. Dorf was average at best as the villain, but honestly, the guy who played the right-hand man was more entertaining and funny. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Snipes, in his martial arts element, is top tier, and his goofy one-second smiles that go right back to his resting bitch face is always funny. Yeah. Agreed. He was good. The sword play, the action was cool. I agree. Mm -hmm. That's probably why the Trinity just disappointed me so much because the first two were so strong and then right we get that one all right number you're on number six we are on number six now john carpenter's vampires from 1998 directed by john carpenter uh i love this movie i saw it in theaters um I'm a big John Carpenter fan. I, I've enjoyed almost all of his movies. He doesn't have a very huge filmography. And Vampires was like almost going to be the last movie that he directed because he had a slew of movies before that mm-hmm. that just were financial bombs, Aww. which sucked because yeah. I liked those. Like In the Mouth of Madness, bombed. Escape from L.A. made not a lot of money at all and that almost made him retire I right didn't there know that was his movie well yeah it's a sequel to escape from new york from the 80s uh, with kurt okay. russell yeah, yeah yeah classic um and he did village of the damned which had christopher reeves reeves and kirstie alley in it which is the remake of the old village of the damned and then there was memoirs of the invisible man with sam neill and chevy chase which wasn't even a horror movie but it was about the invisible man mm-hmm. uh so yeah they just bomb after bomb after bomb and vampires was like his highest grossing movie of the 90s <laughs> um it stars james woods and james woods was a sort of type cat typecasted for the most part throughout his career up to that point with the exception of movies like videodrome but he was great as the character Jack Crow, he was a badass. He was an asshole. He was he, he was James Woods. <laughs> like he was he was really really good to me. Uh, Bruce Campbell was actually Carpenter's first choice 
to play the the character Montoya. That his right hand, yeah. that's Daniel Baldwin. Daniel Baldwin, yeah. There's so many Baldwins. I had to look it up because he, <laughs> him and Alec look so yeah. familiar, like so very similar. Which obviously they're brothers, right. but you know what I mean? Like they looked so similar back in that era. because of the dark hair. That and I the, was like, yeah. Because Josh is like, that's Alec. I go, I think it's, yeah. I think it's, it's a different one. And uh, and then there's and Stephen then Baldwin. Like maybe, there's William Baldwin. Yeah, there's a there's some Billy, Baldwins yeah, out Billy, there. Is it Billy? Billy, Billy Baldwin. Billy Baldwin. Which that's probably William. Yeah, it's probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Belly. <laughs> um, it's what's funny is that Gene Siskel actually suggested that James Woods be nominated for an Oscar for his performance <laughs> because it was just so different from his usual stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, Arlie Ermy from uh, Frighteners and and Full Metal Jacket, Kurt Russell, Clint Eastwood, Danny Glover, and Tommy Lee Jones were all considered for the lead character before James Woods got oh, wow. it. Here's an interesting thing, because I recently rewatched this, and I love it even more. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. Um, and Thomas Ian Griffith is in it as the main vampire Valak that's hunting James Woods, and people who watch Cobra Kai know him as Terry Silver. Oh my um, god! Or Karate Kid 3. Uh, but, uh, that's why he looks so familiar. <laughs> I didn't look him up, but that's ass. funny. Um, okay. <laughs> but here's an interesting thing. As I was watching the movie... And the story of his vampire character, I was like, his name is Valak. And I'm like, like thinking about it. And then they talk about how his character came to be. He's supposed to be the first vampire in that world. Oh, so he's the okay. most powerful. Mm-hmm. And his goal is to complete a ritual so they can walk in the daytime. Right. Kind of like Blade. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, So he was a demon who possessed a man, and during his exorcism, it wasn't fully finished, so the demon fully took over the man and became the first vampire ever. So that's how that happened. Oh, okay. This demon, even though the name is spelled slightly different, is the same demon from the Conjuring movies, or the nun, Valak. Oh. The demon. Interesting stuff. That is interesting. Um... But no, I love this movie. Super violent, super bloody, very funny with uh, James Wood's humor. Yeah, what so. was what did he call the priest? What's the priest? Padre. Padre, yeah. He's like, yeah. my balls are on fire here, Padre, or something like That's that. That's the Spanish <laughs> term for priest. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, a lot, of, oh, a lot of great funny. kills. It's just that opening scene of him and his vampire crew with their shiny weapons and their armor going into a house to kill all the vampires. And I thought it was kind of cool. You know, they have to... The sunlight kills them, so they like... You know, he has a crossbow that's hooked to a wire that they pull the bodies out to get, like, to explode in the sunlight. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. No, um, it was a good watch, because it, it's been a while since I've seen that, which is not the movie I was thought it was. Um, I know I've seen it before, but it's been a really, 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 really long time, like, probably 20 mm-hmm. years. And, um, if not longer than that. And, Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. They made a sequel. They made two sequels. The second one was called Los Muertos yeah, with, with Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch wow. that one. I almost did, but I was like, no. <laughs> There's a third one, too. I can't remember what it's okay, called. I but it, another one, completely but... different cast. But <laughs> uh, Alan's number six is uh, from Dust Till Dawn, which okay. is on my list as well, but I can say what he said about it. One of Clooney's best performances in anything I've seen him in. What? 
Batman and Robin. Come on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Fred Williamson as just him and also as a vampire was pure comedic gold. Cheech Marin playing multiple characters was great. And come on, Selma Hayek made me go from six to midnight instantly. She's always been my life, my lady, my love. <laughs> oh, my God. I agree. <laughs> uh, it is a great movie. What's your number six? Blade was my number six. Oh, okay. So number five, <laughs> what do you got? Uh, what We Do in the Shadows. The show, because I didn't oh. get to watch the movie because I couldn't find it. I, I asked get to you watch about any it. Of it. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, you, you didn't have the movie, and then I, by the time I got it from the library, I just didn't, well, I still haven't went and picked it up yet. So mm. I have it rented. I just have to go get it from the library. Mm-hmm. But, um... But the show, oh my god, was so good. It's not good. on like Hulu or HBO Max or something? No, I thought it would be oh. on Hulu, but it's not. Yeah, I can't find it anywhere unless hmm. you rent it. Oh, okay. Which is like fine, but I can get it free rented at the library, so I did that. But um, but the show has three seasons, um, I think like 10 episodes each. It's a really fast watch because they're only, you know, 20 minute episodes did without commercial. Did it or are they still... No, there's a fourth season okay. coming, I think July. All right. So it's coming soon, but oh my gosh, it's just so Taika funny. Latiti. He's not in the show. But I think he... He's in the movie. Okay. Yeah. But he, he is created in, or write it or something? I think so. Maybe he is in like a couple episodes, like at least one episode. He's like part of the Vampiric Council, which so is... Uh, they bring like real like actresses and actors who like play themselves who have played vampires so like uh wesley snipes was on skype for the council because you know he's like a vampire but (laughs) and like things like that it was actually pretty funny but i mean it's it's like a dry humor you know but what's it about exactly um it basically this camera crew is following around like this oh shot i guess documentary style yeah okay and um, it's these vampires that live in the house, and they have their own. Um, one of them, Nandor, has his own familiar, um, Guillermo, and uh, who wants to become a vampire, you know. And it's just, it's very funny. The other ones uh, are a married couple, a woman and a husband, Laszlo and um, Nadia. Nadia? That, it's like Nadia, but it's like N A D J A, but they. Mm. they call her nausea okay but anyways i don't know it's just so funny i i absolutely loved it's, it it's on my list my forever five-year list yeah. that i've been making and i will yeah i will i swear i someday. really wanted to watch the movie but the show is just at my fingertips because it's on hulu so i just happened to watch that first and yeah i loved it but it is not for everybody like right yeah you know and because it is kind of a dry humor Mm -hmm. you know and it is documentary style which not a lot of people like that either but oh my god it's so funny i definitely recommend it (sighs) i will i swear uh alan's five was 30 days of night which i already talked about my number five is a movie not many people have heard of it's called near dark came out 1987 It is the first feature-length film by director Catherine Bigelow, who went on to direct Point Break, The Hurt Locker, Zero Dark Thirty, a bunch of movies. Oh, okay. And she also was uh, married to James Cameron. <laughs> um, this movie is about a boy who becomes a member of the undead when a girl he meets turns out to be part of a band of vampires that roam the highways of the South in stolen cars. Uh, the movie Ooh. is, uh, the cast is Bill Paxton, Lance Henriksen, Jeanette Goldstein, and 
funny enough, all three of those act- actors were recommended by James Cameron because they were just in Aliens with him. Oh. Um, and the word vampire is never mentioned in the movie, but they are vampires. <laughs> uh, it's just a gritty desert road movie. With a great, always, always great performance by Bill Paxton. I was just going to say, anything the crazy with Bill vampire. Paxton, yeah. um, I, I recommend it. It's different. Yeah. So it's it's a little more like the story is familiar, but the way they do the movie, the way they are in the movie, it's just, it's different. Um, hmm. I, I very much recommend it. That's awesome. Especially for Bill Paxton. Yeah. I just learned, sorry, I know you said that vampire isn't listed, so that m- what made me think of uh, I Am Legend. Mm-hmm. No idea those were vampires. Those are vampires. Yeah. They don't... I mean... I would say In the original story and in the original film, the Omega Man, they're vampires. Yeah. I had no idea. I would never have guessed that. I mean, I understand because they don't come out during the day, which, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess I should have got that. But yeah, I had no idea, but... I enjoyed that movie for what it was, but at the same time, I hated that they were all CG. And then the, even the close-up scenes of the the vampires like were yeah. CG, and I just kind of wish they were just people in makeup and prosthetics instead. Yeah, to just look more video gameish, kind of like World <laughs> War Z. Um, yeah, that movie is in Alan's honorable mentions. I am Legend. Uh, the bitten dog scene, ugh, ugly cry for oh sure. Oh my god, I know. And Will Smith gave a damn good performance. The hell are you doing here, Fred? That's all he wrote. Yeah, no, that that movie is great. Don't get me wrong. Sorry, we got a little off. No, it's good. Cool. Just, just when to you said that, that movie, you mm-hmm. know, that doesn't say that they're vampires. That just reminded me of that. But, but no, that sounds interesting. I definitely would watch that. Near Dark, you said. Yeah, I don't think I own it, which I should. <laughs> I think I have it on VHS. I think that's what I have it on. So, all right, number four. I have a tie for number four. Ooh, which. I know you said it's more of a monster movie. That's okay. I, I'm allowing it because mm-hmm. I can also mention if you're if I'm allowing that, I'm gonna add, uh, manually add another honorable mention that's basically the live action version of what you're yeah, about to I know say, exactly but less comedy because I do love that movie yes. that you're talking about. But um, Hotel Transylvania one and two, not I, three and four. No, <laughs> no, four okay. is. Terrible. I still haven't seen three or four. The third so. one is doable, watchable, mm. but one and two are the best. Mm-hmm. I just, I love these movies so much mm-hmm. and um, they're just delightful and I love them. And Adam Sandler plays Dracula. Mm-hmm. He has a daughter. Uh, I forget her name in the movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Why am I <laughs> blanking on Andy her Andy Samberg name? plays the human at first. Yeah. And... Mavis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so dorky. Uh, and his Selena usual Gomez. crew, Sandler's usual crew, as voices of the other characters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a monster movie because it, it has the Frankenstein's monster, the mummy, the werewolf, yeah, and stuff like that. that. Is but true. the lead but... character is Dracula and his daughter, so the vampires. So I'm, I'm allowing that. Yeah, and I'm it accepting is that. about their relationship, mm-hmm. you know, as father and daughter, and him having a hard time having her move on with her life, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I would, I would, and say, it's in yeah. Transylvania, that's yeah. Where it takes place, so. So, okay. <laughs> okay. That means I'm manually putting an honorable mention, which should be in my top 10 because I love the hell out of this movie. And that is The Monster Squad. Because See, Dracula yeah. is the lead monster, mm-hmm. but he's not the lead character because the squad is the lead right. characters, the hunters. But also the mummy, the werewolf, Wolfman's Got Nards, uh, Frankenstein's Monster, and the creature from the Black Lagoon are also in it yeah. as well. So it's more of a group 
movie. I'm surprised that they have not had another movie like this since that movie. There's talks about a remake of this movie already right now, and it's been in talks for years. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they've done other, you know, things like Monster Family and blah, blah, blah. but... But that was the first movie, I believe. I could be wrong. All you film historians out there might be like, you're wrong. But I believe, because, you know, the Universal Monsters have been Mm -hmm. around forever... I believe this is the first time we've seen them all together. Yeah, exactly. In the same and that's movie. why there's it been crossovers me that... in the old Universal yeah. horror, but not like this. Yeah. Not done like this. Not like about and then nothing kids until Hotel Transylvania. And... <laughs> yeah, no, this that that movie is really good. I love yeah. that movie. It's a little creepy, like definitely Writ- not for written children. Written by Shane though. Black, <laughs> uh, but no, great cast. Yeah, it's uh, a little more adult than you mm-hmm. think. It's like the Goonies. Like it's a kids movie, but is it? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I'd say Goonies is more of a kids movie than, than Monster Squad, but yeah. I think it's because the kids are the lead, so you're thinking, oh, it's a kids movie. Kinda. <laughs> All right. Are we on number four? We are on number four. Almost done, folks. Uh, number four is, for me, is Let the Right One In from 2008. Okay. I, I really tried to watch this. That's okay. But... And you may not like it. And that's okay, too. I did not Foreign like the one. I watched Clo- the one with Chloe let me first. In. Yeah, Foreign was. Horror Oof. is a tough sell for mm-hmm. a lot of people. And Let the Right One In is, is one of those. It is slow-paced. But I just really liked it. And I... When, you know, it, it came out when Twilight came out. The same year. And Twilight was about a romance between a vampire <laughs> and a human. This movie is also yeah. about a romance between a vampire and a human only They're it's a children. little more yeah it's mm-hmm. a little more fucked up yeah <laughs> um but the roles are reversed the girl is the vampire and the boy is uh human um the word vampire is only said once in the film <laughs> um there is something in it and since you've seen the remake you know the story. Uh, mm-hmm. it, this is based on a book, but of I know the same the, name. this one has more graphic. We're not graphic, oh, not graphic, but, it, but more of a fucked up backstory. Yeah, well, say. more prominent in the book. You only get okay. it hinted at in the movie. Okay, so, and this movie's been out since two thousand eight. So, and probably a lot of you have never watched it, but seen the remake. So, I'm going to spoil it. Uh, the girl Ellie, uh, played by a young little girl, she was great. The, the, the acting from these two little kids were so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the remake, I will admit, looked good. I just wasn't sold on Chloe. Yeah, no. But everybody else was great. Richard Jenkins as her caretaker driver, great. Yeah. Uh, and it was directed well. But the original, it just felt more real. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's low budget and it just felt real. I know vampires aren't really real, but you know what I mean? Like, it, it just felt real. And it was hinted at in this in this first movie, and it was not mentioned in the remake because I guess they didn't want to have too many scenes that offended you. But Ellie, the name of the the vampire girl, is actually a boy. Uh, in the book and hinted at in the film, she is she is not a girl. But but when she was uh, bitten, when she was being turned into a vampire at a young age, she was also castrated at the time. Oh God! And they you know and then got turned into a vampire. So there is one tiny little scene where you. And it could offend people. You do see, for a second, her crotch area. And there's nothing there but stitches. Oh, or God. a scar. So, But Oscar, our lead boy, still loves her. They form such a nice romantic relationship. Because he is a kid that gets tormented 
and bullied all the time and he's messed up and this girl also is an outsider so it's like these two outsiders that just connect and they just it's 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 kind of touching actually their relationship even though it's fucked up yeah (laughs) i don't know it's it's a weird it's a weird movie but i i did truly like it yeah i really wanted to watch it i just decided to watch it at the wrong time it's okay (laughs) so i wasn't like really like able to really pay attention and read read the subtitles because i did not want to watch it english dubbed i did not i get it and like i said not many people will like it yeah so uh, Alan's number four is Underworld Two, which is my number two. Which is which I'll read his stuff when we get to that. Okay. So my number three mm-hmm. is Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> the movie. Yes, that's in my honorable yes. mentions, I which I didn't mention, but it never is. seen the show. Me neither. <laughs> um, I was gonna get into it, but honestly, I watched so many shows to watch for today. So like, I was like, I can't that's watch. That's probably a long ass. And that that's is a long, a long ass, ass show. show. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I'm not getting into that right now. I want to watch it eventually because I know a lot of people are a big fan of the show. But I've always been a fan of the movie. Me too. Um, when I was young, like, um, my mom's friend would always like let me go pick VHSs to borrow and bring back home. This is the movie I always picked, no mm-hmm. matter what i would pick buffy i don't know why my parents never bought it for me but they didn't and uh yeah i this is the one i always borrowed and i watched over and over and over again christy swanson as loved buffy. this yes and 19... i was probably this was 92 six when it or came seven out. when yeah so young I was david fairly Arquette. Young. but luke perry luke perry did great he's Wee herman yeah, oh god <laughs> one of the best characters and, in the movie and the the guy the main vampire rudger howard he is creepy something. yeah he's something <laughs> he is awesome in hobo with a shotgun but um <laughs> and i used to always do that how funky is your chicken how loose, <laughs> loose is, is your goose, goose. <laughs> yeah it's a high school movie with vampires yeah. But it's great. And the great Donald Sutherland as her trainer ex-vampire. Yeah. Or hunter, vampire hunter is great. It's so great. It's so dumb too, but it's it's great. No, I agree. And Hilary Swank is in there too before she was really big. Yeah, she like. Yeah, she's totally ditzy in that movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of ditzy, a lot of jerkwads. The things you would expect from a high school type cliche characters. Yeah. But, you know, Christy Swanson was great as both kind of a blonde cheerleader airhead-esque. Mm. But she was kind of, she was a little smarter than what she looked, right. you know, oh, and everything. Yeah. But everybody treated her like the ditzy blonde right. and then became badass vampire hunter. It was great. No, that's a good movie yeah. for sure. And I finally um, bought it, I think, last year or the year before because I was like, why don't I'm I own blue. this movie? Yes. Me too. I because I was like, I wanted to watch it. I couldn't freaking find it anywhere. And I was like, I'm just going to buy it. This is one of my favorite movies. I don't know why I don't own it. So I finally did. And Yeah, yeah. and it's more comedy. Like there is some creepy scenes like mm-hmm. she's walking around or just random people that get killed by vampires walking in the nighttime and there's yeah. some creepy scenes but i think the show which i've never seen as well i think they took it a little more yeah that's serious. more of like a drama yeah. i think i think there a, is some yeah. comedy in it but they mostly yeah and that has um sarah michelle yes Geller. yep and uh her sidekick best friend is um is it Allison Hannigan? Yes. Okay, I yeah. was like Lily. From, Lily. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. I forget her. Yeah. Nope. Is her. So, but. Michelle from Bandcamp. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's one time. 
Uh, Alan's number three is Let Me In. <laughs> you would, you Chloe-loving guy. Just kidding. Uh, he wrote, and I quote, <laughs> Sorry, Jesse, but it, but it is what it is. I enjoyed this movie and the performances. Having been bullied growing up, the story arc hit, me, hit wow. home for me. Well, so was the original. Has uh, he seen the original? Yeah, he has. Okay. I also saw the foreign version, enjoyed oh, that great. one as well. But sure. he put the remake on the list. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's why he wanted me to read this like exactly yeah. so he didn't say stuff like, sorry, Jesse. That's funny. Uh, my number three is Interview with the Vampire. Okay. 1994, directed by Neil Jordan, who gave us The Crying Game. Uh, this is, of course, based on the book by Anne Rice. Uh, Which I've never read. Honestly. Me neither. Any I of heard her books. There's three books. There's was... The Queen of the Damned, and then there's The Vampire Lestat yeah, as that well. Book was written so long ago that <laughs> I was like, I don't think I could read it. I'd get lost. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> maybe some people I can know. read the like Sam early Stephen them. Kings and stuff. Maybe yeah. give it a try. Who knows? Get, get I, the audio book. Right. I know Sam has read <laughs> that. So I'm sure. <laughs> I am sure. But she's good at the old-timey stuff, so yeah. I'm, I, I'm not. Well, this movie has, you know, Brad Pitt, uh, Tom Cruise, which, you know, Tom Cruise had a typecast type of stuff before this, and this was a different, this was a turn for him, and I thought he was awesome. Yeah. I loved him as a villain. I thought he was really good. Brad Pitt was great. Christian Slater is in it as the reporter that wants to hear Brad Pitt's story. Uh, the original, it was originally supposed to be River Phoenix in that part, but he passed around that time so christian slater took the part slater did a good job he's not really in it much but he's right there. uh also other great people christian dunce was like mm. her first movie and um uh tandy newton is in there there's like a young tandy newton is in there um I don't know who the that bit is. part if you look her up you'd be like oh, her. oh okay um <laughs> Uh, Antonio Banderas, Stephen Ray, there's a ton of people in this movie, and it's it is very gothic and romantic uh, vampire movie, but it's also nice and bloody as well. I think uh, I good need to rewatch it. Honestly, it's I wrote a few little tidbits. Now, Anne Rice originally wanted Tom Hanks as Lestat, um, but he turned it down for Forrest Gump. Good choice, because Forrest Gump is great. Uh, both Daniel Day-Lewis and Johnny Depp were offered the role, but both turned it down. Um, the So Anne Rice, when the movie came out and was be, or being filmed, she was so angry that they chose Tom Cruise as Lestat. She hated it and refused to watch it. Really? Because when she wrote the book, in her mind... She was actually picturing Rudger Hauer, who became the main vampire in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She imagined him <laughs> okay. as the character Lestat, because mm-hmm. at the time he was younger. But was when he the, offered the role at all? No, because when the movie was going into production, he was already too old for the oh, part. Okay. But she envisioned someone like him. So mm-hmm. when they said Tom Cruise, yeah, she was so upset, refused to watch it at, uh, at its release. Um, but... A producer later sent her a copy of the VHS when it came out on on video. Rice was so impressed with Cruz's performance that she sent him a letter of apology (laughs) and recorded a two-minute video endorsing the film that was included on the 90s uh, VHS release of the movie. So completely retracted her statement. And I agree. He was great. Yeah. People can say what they want about Cruz, but he was really good in that. 
Well, obviously, somebody had to see something in him if he got the role. That's true. I mean, Neil Jordan probably was like, yes, give me, give me Maverick. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Now, here's something interesting. So, all the actors who played vampires, when they they were getting their makeup done for, for the movie, they actually all had to hang upside down for 30 minutes at a time during their makeup. This would force all the blood to rush to their heads, causing the blood vessels in their face to bulge. The makeup artist would then trace over the swollen veins to create the eerie, translucent, skinned look oh, for them. That's kind of cool, but like, also, I would have hated that. Some people will go to the extreme to make Ugh, a good performance. I would performance. have passed out, I'm sure, after 10 minutes. <laughs> but no, I do like it. It is slow, it, and it's different than a lot of vampire movies we have today but i think it's mostly just for the performances in my opinion yeah and i do like they they take it back to the olden times and go up into modern times and just the life of a vampire is so and you see that with every vampire movie like it's lonely Mm -hmm. it's kind of depressing yeah (laughs) this is just a different way of showing that and it was heartbreaking like when the with kirsten dunce and how what happened to her character? Yeah. Like, that's heartbreaking yeah, as hell. it is. <laughs> I totally so that agree. was mine. So number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> <laughs> um, Underworld Evolution. Mm-hmm. I Part love this two. movie, which I know we've already kind of talked about this franchise, so we don't mm-hmm. have to go into nope, detail about this one, but... I don't know why. I just liked the tone of this movie. I liked the storyline. I kind of liked the villain. And mm-hmm. then the, the helicopter Marcus, at the end. Yeah, I just... The wings. Yeah, and then the werewolf, the white werewolf. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just thought it was really yeah, good. Yeah, because it I was... It. All the characters were established at that time. Mm-hmm. At least the main characters. And now we get like the action movie. Yeah. Of, and just progressing the story. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's why I say I like it as equal to the first movie. Mm-hmm. Kate Beckinsale's badass again. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, I love her as Celine, so. Um, uh, Alan put that as his number four, and he wrote, I enjoy this entire series. Two for me is my favorite. The effects got better. I always loved the love angle between Beckinsale and Speedman. Plus, Beckinsale always made my zipper hurt. And oh <laughs> add the tight leather and contacts. Ouch, ouch. You know what I felt was funny? So Michael Sheen plays the leader of the Lycans. And in the Underworld movies, he was a werewolf who hated vampires. In Twilight, he was a vampire who hated, or he was a, or no, he was a werewolf who hated vampires. And in Twilight, he was a vampire who hated werewolves. Yeah. (laughs) He was the leader of the, whatever they're called. The Volturi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of funny. And he's, he's great in the Underworld movies. And that was before I really knew who he was. I think that was the first time I've ever seen that actor. So yeah, that's kind of funny. (laughs) Um, anything else you wanted to add about Underworld? No. Okay. Yeah. No. Good movie. Good series. I I do, and we do like part three. I just have to rewatch four. I think I've only seen it once when it came out when it came out to video, and then I never saw five. Yeah. Blood Wars. So I think someday I'll have to finish it out. Maybe rewatch them all. Yeah. Who knows? It's not my favorite. Awakening. Yeah. No. Yeah. Usually the fourth movie in any series is kind of debatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my number two is From Dusk Till Dawn, 1996, directed by Robert Rodriguez, not Quentin Tarantino. See, Alan thought it was directed by Quentin Tarantino. Uh, a lot of people thought it yeah. was. 
It was written by Tarantino, and he was actually offered to direct it, but he turned it down to concentrate more on the character he played in the movie because he got second billing with George Clooney. George Clooney, you know, uh, up until then, he was just the guy from ER. So this was a different thing for him, and Mm -hmm. he was great. Yeah, he he was. was. This movie is great. He was an ass, and he was hilarious, and he was intimidating. (laughs) Him and and Tarantino play the Gecko Brothers, who are bank robbers and criminals and killers, and they're on the run from the police that end up in this bar called the Titty Twister. Um, (laughs) Thinking that they, uh, you know, to wait for their... um, their buddies to um, take them into Mexico. So this was at the border, uh, the bar, and well, it uh, seems to be owned and operated by vampires. Now that was cool. So oopsies. when I saw this movie, what I, I was just saying, oopsies. Yeah. So when I saw this movie, I never saw trailers or anything for it. Me and my dad went and saw it at AMC theaters when it was inside the mall, and uh, I just knew that it it was just called From Dust Till Dawn, and George Clooney was in it. Like I knew nothing about yeah. this, so it was a great twist because the first half of this movie is like a road criminal movie with kidnapping people yeah. <laughs> and, and like that and then it just turns into a vampire movie out of nowhere so i thought that was cool and surprising um yeah no it was awesome yeah. and it had great effects it had so much blood so much blood uh i enjoyed the hell out of a great cast uh Rod- rodriguez is good at when you watch his movies he's great at casting his movies mm-hmm. he went on to do sin city which had a great cast he did the spy kids movies whether you like him or not had great casts yeah. uh the faculty had a great cast <laughs> you know and it had that tarantino flavor with the dialogue um so i wrote a couple things um the role for seth gecko which is george clooney he wasn't the original choice like they they wanted John Travolta, and John Travolta turned it down and did Pulp Fiction instead. Good choice. Right. No, I totally agree. Other actors like De Niro, Jeff Goldblum, Michael Madsen, Tim Roth, and Steve Buscemi were also offered the role of Seth. Of course, all turned it down. Hmm. Um, Steve Buscemi, that would have been an interesting yeah. choice. So that was like one of the few like Tarantino projects that he didn't pop up, and he pops up in Pulp Fiction in one scene. Uh, and then also Michael Madsen and Tim Roth are Tarantino guys. So, cause both of them were in Reservoir Dogs, um, and Hateful Eight, uh, and Django and stuff like that. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, so the censors, uh, it, it was different back then than it is now. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't have too much red blood in a, in a horror movie to still get an R rating. You can get an X rating or an unrated. That's... Like when Evil Dead first came out, it got an X rating for the blood. So to get past the censors, the vampire's blood was switched to green blood. They had to do it that way. Hmm. If it was red, then it wouldn't have got an R rating yeah. at the time. That's interesting. And they did something different and mm-hmm. worked out. Um, Tom Savini, makeup artist, uh, you know, did... Jason in the first Friday the 13th and Dawn of the Dead plays the character Sex Machine in the movie <laughs> with the, the, the dick gun. Coolest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> and he had a whip. Uh, they gave him a whip to sort of play an homage to the Castlevania games because the Belmont character uses a whip in those games. Um, 
He was great. Fred Williamson uh, was great uh, as uh, the human. Then when he became the the vampire with the crazy mouth that looked like a bat, it was weird. Like, but yeah. it was still like kind of <laughs> scary, but hilarious at the yeah. same time. Uh, Selma Hayek, yes, the dancing was was very good. Of course, you had to throw it. You know, you know, it's a Tarantino written film when you have. Salma Hayek put her foot right in Tarantino's mouth and like the feet thing. Um, <laughs> but here's an interesting thing about her. So in the in the scene she's dancing, she's got a real snake around her. Yeah. In real life, Salma Hayek is has a horrific phobia of snakes. Oh gosh. She had to endure two months of therapy to overcome it just for that scene. And they could not choreograph that dance scene because how can you choreograph with a live snake? So Rodriguez just told her to feel the music. So she improved that dance. That whole sequence she improved. Oh, wow. And it looked great. Yeah, <laughs> she did damn good. Clooney good improvised job, a few lines as well, like uh, when, when, when Hayek turns into her weird lizard vampire face and she's like, welcome to hell or whatever. And he goes, no, thanks. I already had a wife. That was a Clooney improv line. <laughs> so, yeah, it's great. Uh, that's a definite... Which he never has had a wife, ironically. Besides now, you know, until right. now. But... <laughs> but no, it's great. Harvey Keitel, Juliette Lewis. Uh, it's, it's a good movie. And that ending, that was cool and creepy and scary. And then, you know, you get the, the moment, which they did in Bordello of Blood, and Dawn of the Dead, like all these movies where the vampire, the, the creatures come out and the heroes have to band together and make any kind of makeshift weapons they can have and holy water and b- yeah. balloons full of holy water <laughs> yeah. or whatever and squirt guns. And mm-hmm. Clooney had the, the greatest but also kind of dumbest weapon was the jackhammer with the, the stake in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not a logic, like a good logical uh, thing to have in there, but, uh, but it was cool looking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, awesome movie. I, I I wanted to rewatch it, but I didn't get around to it. So I think I'm gonna have to get back into that. They did make two sequels from Dust yeah, to Dawn, straight think to I've video. I've ever seen them, and then they had that show. They have the show, yeah. Which I also have never seen. The movies are obviously not great, but worth the watch for the curiosity. Danny Trejo, who played the bartender in Dust to Dawn, is the bartender in the other two movies as oh, well. Okay. Makes no sense. Yeah. But he's there. <laughs> uh, Alan's number two is the What We Do in the Shadows movie. Okay. Which he's the one who told me to watch these. Mm-hmm. And but what, I think he said movie first, then show, but I kind of did Because I think the backwards. movie came first? Yeah, it yeah, did. So yeah, so I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't get to it. I just couldn't, so. Well, I tried. He wrote, and there's no spoilers in this, so don't worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie introduced me to Taika, and while a mockumentary, still thoroughly enjoyable. It has that which is now typical Taika-style comedy, and the other characters each to get a chance to shine. Also introduced me to Matthew Barry and the girl who plays Nadja, Nadja mm-hmm. who uh, are in the TV series, and they're delightful. So she's in the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. sorry, spoiler. Oh no, that's okay. <laughs> I didn't know. You know, I like I said, I've never seen it. So. Okay, and since I've already talked about his number one, which is Blade, what is your number one? Blade two. Which is my number seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So... 2002, Blade 2. Yeah, which again, we've already talked about Blade two other times We've talked about Blade 1 and 3, but this is the two (laughs) directed by one of my favorite directors ever, Guillermo del Toro. Yes. This movie is so good. (laughs) And like you said, the the villains of this movie are very good. Mm -hmm. And you get to see Blade work with actual vampires, kind of have a... Vampires that are also hunters. But they're hunting the thing that could kill vampires. And you got, what's his face? Uh, um, Ron Perlman? Yes, thank you. He would eventually be Hellboy after this movie that Del Toro would work on Yeah, and you know, he plays an asshole. And he's great. Never takes off his sunglasses once in the entire movie. (laughs) He's that badass. Doesn't surprise me. There's other badasses in that group of vampires slash hunters as well. Donnie Yen is in there with his sword. And uh, we get, uh, I don't know his name, but his, in the movie his name is Chupa. See, and the he really was the tall, other asshole the really in the movie. The really big guy. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. in the Fast and the Furious movies. Yes, yes. And oddly enough, he's in the first Blade as well, but he doesn't play the same character. It's just that actor. He's just some vampire that is the idiot to pick up Blade's sword thinking that he could use it, and then it makes his oh. hand explode. He's like, ah. You know, oh my like God, that that's same actor. Funny. I never realized. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> that's funny. I do always laugh at that part too. But um, but yeah, no, this movie's great, and I like it. Yeah, he. Uh... Oh, uh, Alan put it in his honorable mentions. He says best villain. Perlman is always a win, and Norman Norman Reedus can lick a taint. <laughs> <laughs> because he had, because he, and he wrote a line of his want to toke some of the smoke B <laughs> he calls Blade B he hated Norman Reedus he told me Norman Reedus was the Kristen Stewart of that movie I yeah Norman Reedus is the is the new Whistler esque person yeah. that makes the weapons I didn't think he was um, bad I mean obviously he was he turned he was bad on the, it was the satisfying time, to but... see what happened to him yeah so. exactly. You had so. to throw a pot-smoking character in the movie. It's the early 2000s. That's what we do. <laughs> now, oddly enough, and his name was Scud in the yeah. movie. Uh, funny enough, he wears a t-shirt in a scene that features the logo for the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense, which is from Hellboy. Hmm. And Hellboy came out after this? Yeah. Yep. No, this movie's awesome. The villains, like I said, uh, Luke Goss plays the main... Um, Nomak. Yep, Nomak. And he also played the villain in Hellboy 2. The Jared Golden, Nomak. Yeah, he played the villain in Hellboy 2, the Golden Army, with the long blonde hair. Uh, oh. He's he's a good actor. For, he just doesn't get a lot of stuff. Yeah. But those two parts, he was great. Um, I love that their face and neck opened yeah. up like a predator. It was cool. I that was cool. And, and they were they, scary looking. Yeah. <laughs> I liked when they had to like open them up and look at the like what was oh that scene was creepy yeah (laughs) and what i liked about them too is that they're like super hard to kill which even makes them kind of creepier and yeah yeah they were they were there was something higher on the food chain than vampires in that movie and those vampires felt threatened um donnie yen who was one of the hunters was also the fight choreographer for the movie as well um just like from Dust Till Dawn, Green Blood was used. Uh, the, the, they're called the Reapers. That's what they are. That's the oh, kind of things they are. Okay. So Green Blood was used for the Reapers to keep the R rating <laughs> at the time. <laughs> um, 
Morbius was originally supposed to be the main villain for the movie, but Marvel said no. Well, kind of grateful because the villain turned out great. Yeah, so. but I would have liked to have seen a Morbius cameo in there. Yeah. It would have been cool because it's a Marvel vampire character, so it makes sense. Now, here's an interesting thing. Michael Jackson was supposed to cameo in this movie as a vampire pimp. <laughs> of course, it never happened. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Oh, Blade 2, great uh, sequel. Um, good soundtrack. I have the soundtrack. It's all, you know, rap and hip-hop stuff. It's got Cypress Hill and Ice Cube and stuff on it. I just, I really like it. But, uh, and some techno. And some techno. Yeah, so the first movie. But no, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Blade 2 is awesome. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to rewatch it either, but... I did. I watched but, all uh, of them. You had a Blade-a-thon? I did. Skip the series, though. <laughs> it was Sticky Fingers. Yeah, no, I, did. I, I didn't <laughs> find that one. I guess I didn't look to see uh, if that I was, was at this Traders on. the other day waiting to go see Elvis, so I had some time to kill, and they had like five or six copies of the box set <laughs> of the TV show. <laughs> Well, I have, I'm pretty sure I have it because I have that set that are like double-sided discs. I remember talking about. Yeah. So it comes um, with the first pilot, which was a made for TV movie, but it was the pilot of the show. Yeah. I think that's on there. I never have watched it because those DVDs don't work worth a shit, but. (laughs) (laughs) My number one of all time is The Lost Boys, 1987. I grew up with this movie. Yes, it is so 80s, but I love it. Um, I love Corey Haim, Corey Feldman. This mm-hmm. was their first movie together, and then they made a slew of other movies together. Uh, this is directed by Joel Schumacher, who has since passed, and he has a great resume of movies. Most people know him because he did Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, but he also did The Lost Boys and Flatliners and Phantom of the Opera from 2006 and... Number 23 with Jim Carrey. Like, he's got a good resume. Yeah. Not, maybe not movies that everybody likes, but I think he's got a great, different broad resume. Ass, yeah. yeah, broad. That's mm-hmm. the word. Um, so the, the, the movie takes place in Santa Carla, California, which is a fictional city, but of course was inspired by and was actually filmed in Santa Cruz, California, which actually was at the time the murder capital of the world because of three serial killers that reigned in the 70s there. Including Edward Kemper. The Hillside Strangler? Mm. So, if you didn't know, The Lost Boys, the title was named after Peter Pan's companions because they remained forever young. And I didn't mean Ed Kemper was the Hillside no, 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 Strangler. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I know he's the co-ed killer. Just just putting that out there in case yeah. people are like, he's not the Hillside Strangler. <laughs> Yep, because the the Lost Boys and Peter Pan remain forever young. That's where he got the the title from. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland as our head vampire with a rockin' blonde mullet was great. Um, I actually recently watched an interview of him, and he was talking about it and talking about the hair and how Joel Schumacher hated that hair because he wanted he always envisioned David just to have long blonde hair, yeah. and then. Sutherland kind of went to the the hairstylist and came out with that, and Schumacher hated it, but <laughs> it was worked. done is done. Yeah. <laughs> um, and think... yeah, the vampires they look like roadies for like Quiet Riot and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, total eighties. <laughs> we get a young Alex Winter who would eventually go on to be Bill and Bill and Ted. 
Uh, we also have, like I said, the Corys in it. Uh, Corey Haim plays the younger brother of our main character, Michael, uh, played by Jason Patrick, who is unfortunate to start becoming a vampire because he hooks up with uh, David because he's he's in love with Star, the, the girl of the film, uh, <laughs> Jamie Gertz. Uh, Corey Feldman is in it uh, as Edgar Frog, and he has a brother, Alan Frog, and they are... They, they they work at a comic book store and are also vampire hunters as well. Yeah. And Feldman gives <laughs> his side. <laughs> yep, Vel, Feldman gives his best Rambo impression, including the red bandana and hunts vampires, <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. Great soundtrack, and you know, like I said, Schumacher did Phantom of the Opera, and and Andrew Lloyd Webber like wanted Schumacher to make the movie version of his musical because. He was so Schumacher was responsible for putting that soundtrack together for the Lost Boys, and it was so great at the time because a lot. I mean, those songs, eighties, yeah, but it fit the movie and it made it much more than what it was. It does have some freaky moments. There are some freaky vampire moments, and it for sure is some great comedy. There's some awkward things in it because it's the eighties, right? <laughs> um, and uh, Diane Weist that played their mom uh, was great. We know her from. Edward Scissorhands as the mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edward Herman played the the guy that she likes that has a... Could he be a vampire? We don't know. But that dinner scene was great. Uh, you, this is a... It could be a good drinking game. Every time someone says Michael in the movie. <laughs> they say it 118 times. Oh my gosh. I'd be <laughs> way drunk Michael. and in bed and passed out at that point. <laughs> maggots, Michael. You're eating maggots. <laughs> Uh, and of course, we can't uh, not talk about the sweaty, buff saxophone player in the beginning <laughs> of the movie singing "I Still Believe," which is Tim Capello, who played saxophone for Tina Turner in the '80s and '90s. Uh. <laughs> yep, just sweating all over playing that yeah. song, getting really into that saxophone. So, <laughs> with his own kind of mullet, uh, yes, very '80s, but I love it. I grew up with it. I can't. I, there's no other vampire movie better than yeah. for me. And that's probably why I like the Lost Boys sequels. No, they're nowhere near as good as the first one, but it's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I can get. It's better no, than nothing. It's great. Yeah. It's, well, maybe. I don't know. You know what <laughs> but, I mean. Uh, yeah, but no, I'll always love the Lost Boys forever. But it, it's it's precious to me because I grew up with it. Right. Like I was saying with Alan, he might not appreciate it as much as I do, but got to grow sure up with it. I'm sure he will. You know, he liked to let me in. if you can like that movie you can appreciate the lost boys which was my number seven so it was still in my top ten right do you have anything to say about it do you have any thoughts i mean i just loved it and i think i um i mean like you said i i grew up with it so i've seen it a lot um, it's been a long time since the last time I watched it, but I know it still holds up, so I don't need to watch it for this episode. But. Yeah, I did recently rewatch it because I just, I needed to. It yeah. had to happen. <laughs> if it's my number one, I have to watch That's it That's how again. I felt about Blade. Is... <laughs> yeah, gotta watch it just yeah. to make sure. Is it still number one? Yes, it's yes. still number one. I did not watch Underworld Evolution, though. But, uh, I didn't watch the first Underworld. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of these movies on this <laughs> list I did not watch, but I just, well, I watched Interview with the Vampire, and I was like, yep. That's still number yeah. three. <laughs> um, no, Lost Boys is great. I just want to go listen to the soundtrack now. That cry 
little sister. You're going to be like listening to that on your way home, aren't you? I will. For <laughs> sure. Crank it up out here yeah. in the country. <laughs> well, um, that's our vampire list. Uh, we hope everybody listening that it didn't suck. What was Alan's number one? A blade. Well, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so... I made sure to uh, at least talk about everything that he texted me, I believe. Um, I don't think I missed anything else. I may have... Uh, Underworld 1 was on his honorable mentions. Beckinsale and Leather. Bill Nighy is Victor. It's just so golden. It's like what? Priest was on his honorable mention. Carl Urban was awesome as the villain. Paul Bettany was dope dope. And Maggie Q, what's up, girl? I enjoyed Priest. It was fun. Yeah, it was okay. That was during the Paul Bettany's reign of starring in these mythical movies of that and Legion. And uh, mm-hmm. I liked it better than Legion. I actually like Legion. I actually That's cool. I think it's terrible. <laughs> I don't think it's terrible either, but I liked Priest more, I think, because it was rated yeah. R and had violence in it and stuff. Uh, he did put um, Hotel Transylvania on an honorable mention. An enjoyable kids film that did what it was supposed to. And as far as comedy and silly characters. Yeah. I know one movie we didn't talk about was Dracula Untold. But I I've only seen it once. I watched I rewatched it and it's just That movie begged to be rated R. But I do like that actor and I thought he was a good yeah. choice for Dracula. Maybe not the right direction it should have went, but Yeah. It it was It came out around the same time Batman Begins came out, so it was kind of funny because we had Batman and then we had the original Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Untold. funny, but <laughs> But it was okay. <laughs> Not my favorite, so I well, didn't. Yeah. There's so many vampire movies. It's it's insane. Probably, like I said, we probably could make a list of like the worst vampire movies in our opinion. Oh, I'm sure. And there was another one I was going to mention, but I think that's also like a different monster movie, was uh, Freaks of Nature. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's actually pretty. Yeah. It's really funny, yeah. but it's not technically just a vampire No, no, but if, movie, we, if so... we're including Hotel Transylvania, Monster yeah. Squad, sure. Let's that, throw that in Because I did crack up. Sam told me about that movie, actually. She's like, you got to watch this. And I watched it, and I laughed so hard. It's actually pretty good. But, but yeah, that's all I got. Well, all right, listeners, that is the Vampire episode. Special shout-out to the sponsor of the comic book store. Thank you for sponsoring the episode, and we will see you at the movies. Bye.